Dialog Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing? Good, sir. Joel, I'm doing quite well, even though we are sitting here as we are recording this podcast at 8.43 on Thursday, Ooh. November 7th. Just, like, you can't date that any more than you possibly did then. Closing in, Joel, <laughs> on Death Stranding. Yep. It is by the time this episode's it. out, we will have played it. We'll have yeah. watched a cutscene. <laughs> yeah, probably played, watched a cutscene, yeah. But, uh, Maybe walked a couple of steps. That's basically the gist of how I'm doing right now. It's just been yep. thinking about Death Stranding, really. Yeah, well, I mean, the the, the, the Timefall music inspired by a soundtrack came out today. Um, I haven't listened to it all yet. I've listened to a couple of tracks off it. Um, Bring Me the Horizons one, big old thumbs up from me. Do you like that a lot? Um, I think I still like the Churches one the most. It, Churches is really good, um, and I, the other one I listened to was the Major Laser one, which is really good as well. Um, but yeah, it's just it's awesome to have like a cool album, even if I'm not going to enjoy the game for some reason. Like we've well, been I've got keeping a good that door playlist. open. <laughs> yeah, I, I it's I, it's been playing on my mind the whole week. Like since reviews came out, I'm like, oh man, because. It's yeah. I, I'm like. I think. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna enjoy it. Like, <laughs> I, I, there may be points where I won't enjoy it, but like, if the story's interesting enough, I'll be okay. Because I mean, much like a couple of other games that we'll talk about, um, today that have like some issues with them, um, that I that the story was good enough that I wanted to see it through. Yeah, and and, and enjoyed it for it, or see one of them through and keep playing one of them. Um, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm just so curious. I'm, the reviews have been interesting. It's a whole, that's a whole, honestly, like yeah. a, a, a separate discussion that we'll probably get to in our Death Stranding episode. Yeah. Uh, cause. It's not a bad idea. Like when you think about it, when you go to its open critic, it, it's settled on a decent score, but mm-hmm. there's still like unrest. There's turmoil. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like just to, I guess, briefly touch on it. Like it, I, I think. It reminds me of last this time last year, actually, is, when Red yep. Dead Redemption 2 came out. Red Dead out. is the thing I think of when I think of Death Stranding. Yeah, so, like, where everyone was, like, there was this mass hype for it. Um, same with with, uh, with Death Stranding. There's this mass hype because it was mysterious. Like, well, Death Stranding is mysterious and not many people know what it is. And Red Dead was, like, a sequel to a game that is pretty beloved by a lot of people. And Rockstar are well-known by the general masses yeah. for for their games. Absolutely. Um, so when they came out and uh, like, you know, Rockstar tried something, uh, uh, you know, I guess ideally, like ultimately like pretty new for them. Like they tried to, st- um, they tried to tell a strong story. Mm-hmm. Like Rockstar, Rockstar really games did. generally have, you know, at least like good stories with good cutscenes, but Red yeah. Dead 2 just sort of felt like a huge step up for them for better yeah. or worse, depending on who you ask. Exactly. Um, and you know, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, because I, I see a lot of people kicking around the whole thing of like with Death Stranding, saying that like you know, oh, it's it takes this long to get into it, like like this many hours to get into it, and this and that, and it's really slow pace and stuff. And I was like, this is what people were saying about Red Dead yeah. Redemption Two. Like it's same thing um, for me. But yeah, I as long as I can, as long as I enjoy. Because I mean, let's be honest here. I like the reviews I've read. Most of them have been pretty good about not spoiling anything. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot of 
walking simulator esque stuff, which right. I'm just I if the world's gorgeous and it's engaging and interesting and there's cool music, like I'm a sucker for it. I'm in. Well, that's it. Um, well, I mean, I guess from the reviews I read as well, like talking about those last few points you raised, uh, which is uh, good music and um, things to interact with. Uh, that's what I've heard as well. That it does feel a little bit bare the world yeah. um but i mean i kind of expect that in a way yeah yeah for sure of the setting, the setting of the yeah, game definitely uh but yeah anyway i i'm i'm still i think i'm like the thing that made me actually got me like sort of made me sort of clear my mind and forget about that was like when i was i forgot the soundtrack came out today oh. and um we were driving around because we went to um we went and looked at a couple of child guest centers today Nice. So we get in early nice. um, for when Ash goes back to work. So we went. And I had a look at a couple of those, and we were in the car, and I just had Triple J on because I wasn't listening to anything on, on Spotify. Um, and they brought it up. They were like, hey, we've got a new track there at the moment. It's um, it's from the Death Stranding soundtrack, which so, is from Hideo Kojima. so and, weird. And I was like, it sort of, yeah, spun me out a little bit. And they're like, yeah, hey, it's a new track from Bring Me the Horizon. And so here it is. It's called Ludens. And they played a little bit of an interview that apparently is airing on Sunday night. Um, on Triple J with Ollie Sykes from Bring Me the Horizon. And he's talking about, but he's a big fan of Kojima. He's like, I love Metal Gear Solid. And he's like, this the idea of this this game, from what we could tell, is really interesting and out there. And really, th- th- he explained about like their ideas behind the song. And it sort of filled me in about what Ludens are, actually, which was interesting. Nice. Um, yeah, so it, that was kind of cool. And uh, But apparently they didn't receive any design brief from Kojima at all. Um, they just, I think he just reached out and said, Hey, we'd like you to do a song. And they're like, yep, cool. And they recorded it over five or six days while they were on tour. Man, like um, when, when Kojima asks you to make a song for his next game, like you say, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's cool to see these artists that are on there that I, are artists that I really like. And they're just like, yeah, we're fucking huge fans. Like the guys from churches are just like, yeah, we love Metal Gear Solid. Like it's awesome. We love you know Kojima why? as a person. Because Metal Gear Solid is awesome. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's so good. Um, oh, God, what a series! What a goddamn series! Yeah, it may have ended with a little whimper, but like there are so many high moments in there that oh. it doesn't really matter. But the gameplay in five, ooh, oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. If this tilts the other way with Death Stranding, and it's like the gameplay is, like, eh, but the story is really good, I'm like, all right, cool, that's fine. <laughs> 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 it's, the balance is restored. Okay, exactly. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. All right, Joel, it's been um, fun, but I'm I'm cutting our Death Stranding. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, we're going to cut cutting ourselves off before we get carried away. <laughs> um, but with that, then, there's anything left for us to do, and that's lead into our video game segment, which is Quest Log. Mission completed. Quest Log. Questlog is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show where we uh, come together, discuss all the things that we've been playing over the last week and uh, have a good old jolly conversation about them. Um, uh, I think this week's episode is probably just going to be <laughs> Questlog because we've, we've played busy. a few different things. Yeah, we have. Like, We have to be busy, man. It's only going to get busier in the next <laughs> few weeks. It's true. It's true. We've got... We've got. I, I know we said no more death training, but we've got like an eighty-hour <laughs> Kojima epic, t- oh, like no. tomorrow, on top of a Pokemon game oh, and uh, no. a- and a Star Wars game that could be the best Star Wars game in in recent memory. Oh, so, Jesus, you know, just uh, casual casual uh, anxiety over that. And then, um, then backlog. And then backlog, man. 
I still got to. I mean, I'm waiting for Need for Speed Heat reviews to come out, so I'm like, that could be in there as well. I currently oh, have Disco Elysium sitting in my Steam cart. <laughs> oh, I see. You kept talking about it, and then I went and looked at it, and I went, "Fuck, it looks really good. <laughs> it does look really good. It looks really good." It looks it looks just like D and D in like a weird like detective yeah. noir story. I'm oh, like, yeah. that speaks to me on a lot of levels. Like, like old school <laughs> computer RPG set in a where you're detecting. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks good. Yep. Yeah, it looks. I really will good. probably uh, buy it before the end of the year. Maybe I'll do like a weekly check in, and then I'll be like, this is the week that I bought Disco Elysium. <laughs> it's all right. Well, well, the weekly check in you're going to be doing, you don't have to do anymore. But we'll touch on that a bit later. But. uh um it's uh yeah there's also um uh, um harmonics dropped it came out of full in full release their, their new vr um like shooter game um and the soundtrack for it like it's a rhythm game and it's the soundtrack's really good and it looks like a lot of fun and i'm like fuck now i want to play that so i've got that i've, I've been looking at that on the psn it's about the same price as beat saber is which is like 45 bucks and i still have um, the ever-present shadows of both Link's awakening and now oh, luigi's mansion oh, 3 looming overhead fuck man i was watching oh. some of the the easy allies play some luigi's mansion 3 Joel, that game looks like i know that luigi's mansion is a good game i'm not saying it's a mm-hmm. bad game and not that not at all no. that it looked bad but it looks really good on switch yeah, I've heard really good things. Um, Gary Witter just finished it, uh, and he said it's uh, it's one of his favorite games. So Damn I was like, it. oh, oh, Jesus, oh. why you do this? That hurts me. Um, but yeah, we are... Anyway, what have <laughs> we been like... playing, though? <laughs> what have we been playing? All right, well, let's jump into the conversation. Let's kick things off. Um, so I finished a game that uh, you spoke about a, a couple of weeks ago with Brendan. Um which is Control. Hell I finally finished it. Yes, Control. And I don't want to. I don't want to like, you know, speak too early because of the aforementioned games that we talked about that are coming in the next few weeks. But um, this is like game of the year front runner for me at the moment. I it's so good. <laughs> it is such a strong it's, game. It is really good. Remedy have like knocked it out of the park, uh, and even with like a few technical issues. Um, uh, put them aside, it is just such a good game. Because um, that's a thing, right? Because love... there are tech issues, but it, at no point as I was playing the game, like they were a, a minor annoyance, but never was I like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I can't do this. I, can't have to, I have to stop playing. I was like, no, no, I can. it's not too bad. It's like and never... ma- minor frame drops sometimes. When it's getting crazy, it gets a bit worse, but I'm just like, I still want to keep playing. It never and it never really impaired my gameplay either. Yeah, there, really, there was never like the most no lockups, no crashes. It's just like sometimes no. it gets a bit framey. Yeah, um, it's I just the thing I liked about this game when I thought about about halfway through and then I thought about it again when I finished it is the pacing of it is excellent. Is like masterful pacing. It just it starts and it doesn't. It's not like bang 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 bang, but it it is just consistently going and it never lets up and it is just dropping those breadcrumbs for you yeah and even finishing the game the breadcrumbs is, there's some breadcrumbs still there which oh, yeah. clearly are going to be explored in that dlc but um yeah i just there's everything about this and it also features like i feel like one of the funnest like the most fun experiences i've had in a video game in a long time um which um i like i don't i don't know if i want to say i, I guess spoilers 
skip ahead a few minutes uh, uh, or a couple, yeah, of, a couple of seconds. That's fair because like Brendan and I were able to fully talk about it, but I realize that you haven't been able to yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess like, yeah, skip, I won't touch on it too much. If you want to hear people talk about it, like from this show, go and listen to to Brendan and Karen talk about it. But Look, I'm sure this particular thing will come up as well when we're discussing mm. final goatees. We'll see. But this, yeah. this, this thing you're going to mention is, it's just so cool. Yeah. So spoiler warning for that as of now. Um, but yeah, the, the ashtray maze segment of the game was phenomenal. Like it just, and it, it took me by surprise because it wasn't what I expected. Even like getting up to that point, like I found that the ashtray maze first before I actually did the quest. Uh, and then I was like, I looked up something cause I was like, Oh, how do I get through this? You are so lucky. And it was like, thank you Polygon for being super, vague about how how to to do it they were just like yeah you can't do it until you get this item from Adi, and i was like okay cool all right that's all i need to know i'll just keep playing like you were lucky you didn't get like a video or anything that was just like the entire section yeah um but yeah then getting even getting to it like going all right cool i've got the headphones out of the walkman now i'm all sweet the pony walkman which made me laugh more than once (laughs) yeah um (laughs) it's so good i was like this is great uh and then getting there, and then, because, like, the whole thing was, like, you know, this will help you get through the maze. And I was like, oh, it's obviously going to be some sort of music. And uh, Jesse puts the headphones on, and I was expecting just something similar to the the, the music that's been playing through Artie's, um radios all throughout the game. Mm-hmm. I was expecting something like that. And then it just launches into this fucking, like, sweet metal song. And I was like, oh, right. And then enemies start spawning, and I'm like okay, let's do this. And then again, just to go back to pacing, like the pacing of that whole segment is just perfection because it is essentially timed to that song. It's a seven and a half minute song and the whole sequence goes for the same length and the ups and downs of the song are reflected in the segment of that, uh, in, in that segment of the game. Um, and it's just, it is, it's so fucking well it done. It is masterful. It, mm-hmm. it tests everything that game asks of you like everything you've done in a game so far all of your abilities you can use them in fun cool uh, fun cool ways in a really unique setting and and i say unique setting inside the world of control where it is already quite unique exactly it's a visual feast like i just was just lapping it up i couldn't it's just so good i can't i really can't state that enough of how much it's that insane that seven or eight minute segment is probably my favorite thing from video games this year. <laughs> I I would have to agree with it you. It is so um, good. like, oh. and just the fact that you get to the end, and I was just like, "Fuck yeah!" And then Jesse takes the headphones off and goes, "That was awesome,", awesome. and I'm like, "Perfect, perfect end cap to that segment." It was just ah, oh, like Italian Chef kiss all the way. Yeah, I absolutely, I adored that whole segment. Um, uh, but yeah, you can come back now if you're, <laughs> you know, if you're looking for a point now. Now's the point where we're good. I, I um, guess I'll put it in the in the notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, this, <laughs> this, this is not a video podcast where you can be like waving your hands. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, or, or do like kind of funny do where they have like a, a sign they pop up that says "spoilers, bro." Um, it makes me laugh every time. But uh, but yeah, man, I I loved control, and I I've still got a couple of side quests to go back and do and a couple of trophies to get away from the platinum, which is a relatively, the platinum is basically like play the game. Um, There's two really annoying trophies. Yeah. Which I guess if we want to talk about that, there, there, there are a couple of the things that I like 
I don't have I have issues with, but they're not uh, detracting from my overall experience of the game, um, which is the the board counter measures and the oh, what's the other thing? The bureau alerts. Bureau alerts. Yeah, I just feel like they didn't really need to be there. Well, um, see, the thing is, I don't I don't necessarily agree that they weren't meant to be there. It just okay. feels like they didn't finish that part of the game. Mm. I won't be surprised if maybe uh maybe after DLC one or two they feel like they they fit because they just sort of they stick out a bit. They do, and I I feel I don't know I feel like if they made them a little bit more, if they, they, they were finite, so there was like a, a certain amount of them in the game, but they're just they're just they they operate basically. If you're not familiar, they basically operate like um world events in say like destiny yeah, or something like the that the alerts uh, and and i'll i have a whole separate complaint about the um what if, what they call what if, what they call the other ones again have i forgotten oh the the, the board counter measures the, yeah they are basically just challenges that i should be doing automatically yeah i shouldn't they feel have like to go been... and pick them and then make sure i've yep. got yeah it's just there's just too many steps involved with both of those things and yeah they just don't fit they don't mesh with the they, game properly they feel like they've been ripped from a mobile game in a way yeah, like, well, because they mentioned, I remember way back when there was talk of roguelite elements, and those are the closest things I can right. think, like things that are just sort of randomly generated and will happen throughout the game, combined with a weird random loot you get from chests, which also felt kind that's, of undercooked. Well, that's the other thing. That's the other thing that I had that, uh, that I had an issue with was like all the different resources that you needed for different things. It was crazy. They didn't feel like they were justified, and they didn't feel like they were they were serving a purpose to the story overall. And it was really. also just not super clear which enemies dropped which bits. So yeah, absolutely, just so many things you had to keep track of. And it was again, it was just a bit much. It was, it was. But like it, 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 them aside, I mean, they don't. They're optional. They're not. I mean, I guess you know, upgrading stuff is is pretty essential. I mean, but not like, really, like you can at least doing the main stuff. You could do. It would be hard, but oh, you could yeah. definitely do it. Well, I mean, yeah, this game kicked my ass a couple of times, <laughs> like definitely more than once. Um, a couple of the uh, one of the optional bosses like fucking ruined me for a while. The one, um, the one you are talking about is he still has my number, and then there's oh, really? there's another one that is just like I can beat her. It's just a matter of doing it. Yes, uh, I I that's the other one that kicked my ass a few times. Yep. <laughs> really cool though. So cool. Very very. Control cool. is a very cool um, game. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I won't go out because we're, we're definitely going to bring this up again. Come like game of the year Ooh, talk, yeah. but it's um, I, like I said, it's it's front runner for me at the moment. It's the thing that stuck out in my mind as like, holy shit, this is a really good video game all year. Um, because there's been some that have come out that have sort of you know been a bit lacking or just been a bit samey same. Um, not to say I didn't enjoy them, but yeah, this feels new and original, and it's so good to see like Remedy and Sam Lake just. Unleashed. Getting to do their kind of weird again, yeah. Like it's ah oh man, and five hundred five games for you know publishing them as well. Five hundred five underrated publisher. Yes, yeah. They're like they're like classy Devolver in a way. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not an unfair comparison. No, and and I'm not, I'm not saying that because I'm sure Devolver would probably wear that on their sleeve because they 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 definitely know they're not that super classy as people of people, but um, it's half their damn appeal. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I fucking loved it. I adore it. I can't, I'm actually going to buy it because I borrowed your copy of it. I'm going to buy a copy of it so that when the DLC drops, I can play it because I definitely yeah. want to see 
how this plays out. Um, when my copy finds its way back to me, DLC. I'm keen to. I'm, so I got the DLC because it was obviously if I think it's over now. It was on double discounts, so yes, you had a good yeah. chance. No, to I buy think it's still going. It. Okay, if it is still going and this episode is mm. out, then don't sleep on it. If it's over, I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> you can blame me. It's fine. Um, but yeah, no, I I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, that's that's the the first thing I've been playing this week. Nice. Well, I think um, it's Kyron. I'm I'm handling the next one because. Yes. In a in a funny way, as we it we swapped essentially, the trade was finally completed. Yes, so I have been spending a bit of time with Astral Chain. Interesting. Now I love Platinum Games, right? Big fan. Likewise, mm-hmm. Astral Chain. I don't think. I mean, I don't. It's it's such a weird game to talk about because I mean I'm so mixed on it. Mm-hmm. The combat bears the trademarks of of Platinum, but again, it just sort of, it just feels like it's trying to do too many things at certain points. Yeah, I it's just, I the the way I feel about it is that I want to like this game so much more yeah. than I do. Like it's and it sucks that I don't. I am. I feel like so. I think I'm maybe six or so hours in now. I mm-hmm. think I'm starting to get a hang of it. But like there is a, but there, the second I there, change allegiance, suddenly like I forget. I'm like, oh Jesus, no, this one I've got to use it a bit differently. Oh god. <laughs> I found for me there was a moment like there was just I, I, like it wasn't anything any particularly special moment or anything where everything just sort of clicked, and I was like, all right, cool. I I can I've got like a, a, a basic combos that I can draw upon and what I need to use and and like learning to throw the the legion out to fight for you. Yeah. Like that that skill is like it's so simple. It but yeah, once you realize like sending it out to someone and being like, All right, go fight that thing, I'm gonna take care of this thing over here. Oh wait, I'm getting my ass kicked, come back to me. Um I also But yeah, you're right. There's a lot going on. Yeah, because that part is not too bad. It's just when I always forget that I can do stuff like when they're dashing me at me and it gives me that line, I can coat hang of them with the chain yep. or like tying him down but like again mm-hmm. just steering with that right stick in the middle of combat can sometimes be a bit of a nightmare especially when you you sort of when you're playing an action game like this especially with platinum games you, that that right stick is like camera control yes because so i know you can yeah, lock on it, but usually again typically in a platinum game it's a bad idea it almost feels like you should be locked on in this one well yeah i, I mean i never really used the lock on either just even like because i tried it Still didn't really help me all that much, but it's just a matter of like the muscle memory of like the way my hands move when I'm playing yes. a game like that. I want to move the camera oh this way, which means moving the stick this way, which is counterintuitive to the way that the game wants me to play it. Speaking of uh, muscle memory, playing a platinum game. Yep. Whose idea was it to put the attack buttons on the shoulders? <laughs> yeah, look, they're obviously trying to go for that little that you know dip in the souls a yeah. little bit there. And, but um, yeah, it's again, it's just much like that. The right stick thing for you. That's it's been a massive hang up for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just not used to pressing the shoulder buttons to swing my little baton or my sword. It just feels yeah, it feels weird. Like I, it does feel weird. I I am getting used to it now, but it's just taken some time to adjust. Yeah, you have to relearn how to play exactly platinum games, which I guess is a testament to platinum. They're trying something new. Yeah, and they're look, trying something different. What I will say totally is. Cool. The combat is very you like as much as it be- like I said bears a trademark of platinum. The the way that each of the legions has their own, I guess like 
tricks and traits is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like certain ones are legitimately necessary for certain situations. So the best the best example I can think of is an enemy that basic basically seemed to have three different types of so far. That basically is your hey, use this legion here, or you're going to die. It's those little ones that make the enemies immune to damage. Right. So you've got yeah. the ones that have like their own chain, but you've got to cut with the sword legion. Sometimes they're flying, so you need the bow legion, or sometimes they're in the ground, so you need, I forget it, if it's the dog or the big strong one that rips them out. Either way, if you yes, see that enemy, it's like, hey, make sure you're using this legion for this part of the fight. Mm-hmm. That took me a yeah. while to catch on to, but now I'm like, okay, that's that's my note to change legion. I get it now. Okay. It's, yeah, it just, I, uh, like I said last week, it feels like they, they, they tried a lot of different things, and some of it works and some of it definitely doesn't, and for me who still hasn't finished the game like i just oh boy it drags on towards the end <laughs> like it uh it's just overstays its welcome I mean, way too much i am cursed with the desire to be a completionist so when i get dropped into a new area it's like hey here's the mission uh-huh. objective it's like but it was there's always optional ones i'm like oh no yep you at the, the exact same trap that i fell into Karen. <laughs> so, um, some of them aren't too bad it'll be like yeah. it'll be like it'll feel like it's just a part of the mission, like chase this guy down and trip him up with it or like chain him down with the, with the Legion. Sometimes it'll be one that you wish you could do, but the controls and the systems are just so infuriating. You stop and you just give that stupid kid a single ice cream scoop and you will, yeah, you, you will enjoy that single ice cream scoop. Uh, have you got to the boxes yet, Kyron? The boxes. Oh yep. no. Just remember that mechanic. Oh no. Fucking pop up again. I hate that mechanic. Yep. <laughs> Great. Me too. I also did a stealth mission that I was talking to you about last night, Joel, and I also hate yeah. that. So it's garbage. It's a cardinal um, sin in video games to in, to force a stealth segment into your game that doesn't have proper stealth mechanics. Stealth and mechanics. Astral yep. Chain is doing it to me right now. Oh, it was so great because you messaged me you're like, whose idea was it to put a stealth um, like a stealth section in this game? I'm like, yeah, dot dot dot. Because I'm like, he's not. He's like, oh, thank God that's so. You were like, oh, thank God that's over. I'm like, oh boy, Kyron. And then you're like. Fucking never mind. There's another part of it. And I'm like, yep. There's a part two and it's worse. <laughs> it's so much worse. So yeah. Um, but I, like, the, the best, the, yeah. the best thing I used for that was, um, uh, using the, um, auto bind, uh, ability with what the, the, um, the legions. So if you're in an area where there's like two enemies and they're getting like, you can't really find a, a quick way through. If you auto bind them, and then sneak by them. <laughs> you can get by it. Oh, that's how I did for most. Of I it. binded every single person. Yep. Yep. Even no, if, I tried to. Even if they weren't but... near me, I'm like, no, no, I'm not risking it. I'm binding you. <laughs> Come here. No um, witnesses. Exactly. Yeah. I know. played Metal Gear. Non-lethal. No yeah, kill. No, uh, no, yeah. No kills run. Yep. Um. But yeah, I. I feel again, like I said last week. I feel like if they get another run at this. Um, and try it again, and and if they just lean into how tropey they are with it, without trying to make it super serious as well, um, and, and sort of have a bit of fun with it. That's not to say that it has to be like funny and silly. If they just know what it is and have fun with it, I feel like it, that could improve a little bit uh, of some of the things. Oh yeah, like there are genuine elements to it that are are enjoyable and fun. Yes. But yeah, like, like I said, I I have spoken about how conflicted I am on combat, but I am coming around to it. And mm-hmm. the music yeah. is also very good. Yes, yeah, uh, the music is really good. Not so hot on the game visually. 
Okay, that's fair. Like the city, I, the city stuff is fine, yeah. but the second you go into the astral plane, I'm like, wow, this is yeah. boring. Yes, no, you're 100 percent right, this and because you spend really, so spend much time, so there, much time there. Um, it was interesting that the, the two games, like, like yeah, that uh, yep. astral chain and control, came out the same day, and it's like they're both dealing with like the astral plane, and the way that each of them does deal with it is um, there's one that does it much better than the other, but uh, yeah. and like both companies, like relatively same level of like. I guess see scale at this point is when I have to wonder like how much of that is the switch hardware because true yeah again it just I could I could see the astral plane stuff looking nice but it just mm-hmm. doesn't on the switch I don't know again I don't know for sure if that's hardware or if it's just like some somewhat lacking art design it's just not interesting unfortunately which is a shame because yeah. that's where a lot of the most fun fights happen. Absolutely, and then occasionally yeah. you're like, cool, I'm under control of this. And you get c- too close to one edge and you banana peel slip off the edge. And you're like, well, that's stupid. Yep. That's 200 of my health. So, yeah. So much health. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, and then Legion yanks you back up again. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it is it is a shame. Um, I mean, when yeah. it comes down to it, this is the game they're sort of making whilst they're making Bayonetta 3, I guess. So exactly. The game... The game... I'm going to keep playing it. I'm going to try and hit credits. Uh, I might eventually. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> when I look at the options I had between this and Control, the day it came out, I'm kind of glad I went with Control. Yeah, I honestly, like, looking back at it, I'm like, oh. Like, I should have, like, I feel like in the moment, uh, I, I like, Joel made the right decision because, he, like, that's the type of shit that I like. But, yeah, looking back at it now, I'm just like, well, I, at least... At the very least, I finished one of them, <laughs> um, and the other one I I and that one I also really enjoyed. But yeah, yeah, um, I will stick with it. But so far, yeah, it's just it's tough because the last platinum game I played was was Near Automata, and that is yeah a fantastic game, a fantastic platinum game. God tier, I love it. It's so good. Um, but hey, maybe we'll uh, see the which we're waiting for in December at the Keeleys. We'll see. Well, yeah, I mean, it's about time. Yeah. So hopefully. Uh, anyway, on continuing on, like sort of like putting neat bows on things that have been sort of ongoing throughout the show, I guess, and us in, our our friendship in general. Uh, I finished another game that you've been asking me to play that I should have played a lot sooner than I did. Yes. Um, uh, and that's uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Finally. From- Yes, finally. Finally you played uh, from, it. I'm so happy. Uh, I'm happy as well, because I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's by Samogo. Um, they're behind a lot of like mobile games um, that I... like Quite prominent mobile games that I remember seeing. Um, things like Year Walk, which I actually want to go back and check out. Uh, and Beat Sneak Bandit, Bumpy Road. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff like that. Inter- uh, Device 6 is another one that's really interesting as well. Um, they always have like really interesting style to them. Uh, and it do things a little bit differently to the rest, which, you know, kind of right up my alley. Uh, but I remember seeing the trailer for, for Sayonara Wild Hearts during the Achilles last yeah, year. Yeah, was it the Game it Awards? It was like the first trailer they showed, I think. Um, it was in like the pre-show stuff, wasn't it? It was like the half-hour pre-show. Oh, I think it was the yeah. first trailer in that. You are pushing my memory now. Oh, I know. It was, it was um, definitely in the Game Awards somewhere. 
yeah, I didn't think it was in the actual like show itself. It was like I think at the start when they were doing those like smaller announcements in the pre-show. Um, and yeah, visually had an amazing style to it, and um, and and it described itself as a a pop album video game, which sort of ticked all the fucking boxes for me. So, uh, very keen to play it. Um, this is another game. It's on Apple Arcade. Uh, it's also on Switch and PS4 as well. Yes. Uh. Which you played on the Switch? On the Switch, yes. Yes, and I played on my my Apple Arcade device, which is my old iPhone um, that I use specifically for video games now. Um, look, I really, 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 really like this game. Um, a little bit less, but in the same vein as Astral Chain, I wanted to like it more. Um, but there are a couple of things controls-wise that yeah. I felt sort of like you know really stopped it from like breaking to that barrier of being like holy shit this is fucking amazing um well, you, but played, I guess... you played on a on touch screen yeah i did yes okay. yeah how did um describe those controls to me because i am curious um it's basically like you touch the bottom it's like if you've ever played like a like a breakout game on a phone or if you played like um what was another good comparison um Maybe like a like a Space Invaders game where you like a like a shmup on a phone so you have to, on a touchscreen. You have to slide. Yeah, so you slide around basically, uh, which you would think you would have a lot more like really like like minute control over, um, but everything just felt like super slidey. Yeah. Um, like it, everything felt really drifty, and then ironically enough, there's a part in the game where you have to drift, and that didn't feel drifty. <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking serious? So, like, yeah, I know the part you mean in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of agree. Uh, I do see what, like, when you're on the controller, you had to really, you had to really dig in that stick as you were turning. But um, yeah. I think it was, again, again, I can't speak for the touch, the touch controls. I kind of liked it working like that on the controller, though, because it made it easy to bail out of it. Right. Yeah, true. Um, I just, I, yeah, I, I wish that, because the game only gives you two options for, uh, like, sensitivity as well. It's just, like, Ooh, normal yeah. or heavy. And I was like, why not have a slider here? Like, yeah, to, on, on like a, you will with a mouse on a, on a, on a, on a PC game. On a touchscreen, so you, you want that extra level of customization, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know how... I, I mean, it's, it's so easy for me to sit here and say that. It could be quite difficult yeah, to do. Yeah, true. Like, that's, that's a good point. He, I remember reading about. I was well, I was reading about this after I finished it, um, and they were saying that this like this game. This has been like four years um, that they've been working on this game. Um, uh, but yeah, I guess that that's. I really feel like that's the only negative thing. Joel, have you tried hooking a controller up to your phone for it? I haven't yet. No, so I, I really should because it's super easy to do. Yeah, now. Um, I was going to say what I would recommend doing is doing that and then playing the game in its better mode, which is the album mode. Yes, which and I've then, unlocked now because I finished the story. So, yeah. so that's yeah. that's probably the thing. But like, because I know I've been egging you on to play it so we can talk about it. You said that to me before I played it, but you had heard that album mode is the better way to play it and you unlock after mm-hmm. playing the story mode and i completely agree like yeah yeah um so yeah because that, that's an unlockable there's one more unlockable as well but you have to get gold on and i'm terrible so oh like fucking i got like a couple of silvers and that's it and like yeah um but having said that even with all the floatiness and the and the just loss of control that i feel like i had 
when it does click, especially when it gets to the, like, the quick time event parts, oh, that, so when cool. it becomes a little bit more like, yeah, rhythm gaming, um, it reminded me of Elite Beat Agents, and it made me sad that we don't have more Elite Beat Agents. Um, especially now, like, on everything's got a fucking touchscreen. Well, Why do we not have more rhythm games in general, right? More rhythm games in general. But you saw the sad new or sad. I feel like I shouldn't mention it because there's not. I'm not sure how credible it is, but there's been chatter about what the cancelled retro game was, Retro Studios, oh, and it was apparently. Rumor has it on. There's been a couple of posts about this that it was like a singing based RPG. Oh fuck! And gone. Fuck. Toast. Which actually that. Speaking of that, it reminds me I've got to go back chorus after we finish recording tonight. Good point, Joel. Yes. Made it's uh, goal. Yeah, yeah, it did meet its goal. That's exciting. So we've got some sort of, like, music-based storytelling game. Um, but yeah, I just, but, rhythm games in general would be nice, and I think that's why, deep down, I wanted to play this at some point this year, for sure. Especially because yeah, the sure. soundtrack is killer. It's fucking on, amazing. It's on Spotify. I, it's, I, I just can't... It's just so good. I wanna, I wanna drop some like some 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 music knowledge, uh, some like some recommendations. Like if you if you're into bands like Churches or um, Purity Ring uh, and and stuff like that, uh, this game has like that feel to it with that like like dreamy kind of, but sometimes intense synth pop that has like weird sounds and and it is like kind of ethereal in a way at certain points um it's so good i i actually like yeah going to work the next couple of days after i finished playing it i just was playing it on spotify over and over again because it's so good begin again um, which i think is like the title track is incredible begin again and um oh, what was the other one that i really like um wild hearts run free is really good as well the final one. Oh, wild hearts never and, die oh wild hearts never die sorry yeah. yes that was it. that's um, everyone that i love yeah, and then the, the one that's in the menu as well, which I think is, I think it's just called Sayonara Wild Hearts. Yeah, I think, I think so. I've yeah, got, the I've, first I've track. I've got the soundtrack up, and yeah, the first track is Sayonara Wild Hearts. Yeah, that one. I really love that. It's just, oh man, and, it's so good. And like, I know it sounds like a given, right? Because you'd bloody hope a rhythm game has a good soundtrack, but it's just, well, it's really good. <laughs> Yeah, like the fact that they just they, they describe this game over all their social like their their promotional material for it as a pop album video game, so they're leaning heavily into the music. So the fact that they got that part right, that's again, if we're talking about games that like have like some things that like like with control with the performance issues, but when it's it does what it set out to do in the first place, I don't care because it's still really good. Um, and I just had my I found myself smiling, and I mean the story in it is pretty simple and pretty like you can sort of imp- imprint your own meaning into it a little bit as well but those are some, um, of the, some of the best stories though let's be real here absolutely yeah like it, it's pretty straightforward like you sort of go oh, i see what's happening here it's but not super cryptic but no it's not but it it it, it try it, it's like it's trying to be but it, it doesn't it's not in the end um which is good it's a good thing um, that basically the way they describe it on the, I've just got their website up and it says that, um, as the heart of a young woman breaks, the balance of the universe is disturbed. A diamond butterfly appears in her dreams and leads her through a highway in a sky, uh, where she finds her other self, the masked biker called the fool hey, uh... journey through custom pop written soundtrack, chase scores and set out to find the harmony of the universe hidden away in the hearts of little death and her star crossed allies, dancing devils. 
Howling Moons, Stereo Lovers, and Hermit 64. Let's I, pop. I, I see you there, Persona. Right? Yeah. Like, the the, the tarot cards? Like, yeah. oh, man. Having having the Arcana, having the little butterfly, which is just like the blue butterfly oh, from Persona. Of course, yeah. Having the, and the like, masks in this one. The mask, yeah. And, yeah. like, the emphasis on music as yeah. well, obviously. Which is, um, again, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I had, yeah. I had those sweet Persona vibes, and it definitely helped me sink even further into this game. Yeah, like it's, ah, oh man, I just, yeah, I, 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 the more I like talking about it with you now, because I really enjoyed it when I finished it, but it was really late at night when I finished it. Yeah. Like um, I said, I definitely recommend you go back and check out album mode because I felt like after I finished this, the main, the story, which is, I should, we should talk about why album mode's better. When you play mm-hmm. the story mode, when you finish a song, it like saves, gives you your score and then kicks you back to a menu where you then yep. tab across to the right to pick the next song to start playing from there. Whereas album mode, you just play through the entire game. Like you just play the yep. album. It runs for maybe an hour and a half or so. It's not super long. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, hour and 15 seconds. It's really good. It's really good. Um, like, Also, I'm like, I was playing it because there is a narrator that is speaking throughout the game as well. And sort of like obviously doing their job of narrating. Yes. And I'm like... This voice sounds familiar. And so I was like, it's an interesting choice for this game. I wouldn't have picked having this for the game. Uh, and then it goes through the credits and you like listen to the music and you're like, great, this is really fun. And it gets like going to the thank yous and at the end it was like, oh yeah, uh, by the way, thanks to Queen Latifah for voicing oh, the narrator. That's right. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's right. What? And I was like, of course it is. Now I, now I can hear that. But it was, I was like, wow, okay. That was a, a nice little surprise there at the end. Like when I when I first read that, I was like, "Oh, that's funny." I'm like, "Wait, wait, no, that's that's serious." Say, "Oh God, that's Queen Latifah." There you go. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Okay, that's cool. Good, on, right, good on you. I can get behind this. This is a good game." Um, also, just talking about it visually, like yeah, I mean, it's stunning. God, it's stunning, and it's it is like the color palette that they use is like my favorite. Yeah. I love I'm right there anytime. with you, Oh God. It's like all purples and like teals and pinks and yep. blues. And I'm like, this shit is awesome. Just a wash um, in like neon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. It's, it's my jam. So good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Just talking about this with you now, actually is, I feel like it shut it up the list a little yeah, bit right? for me. Like, I'm telling you, try out mm. mode. And I think you'll, cause yeah, I was, I finished and I was like, that was okay. The songs were good, yeah. but like getting kicked back to the like the interruptions weren't as fun. But mm-hmm. then I found it was obviously you got to find a block to do it. Like we have got that hour and a bit to do it. Yeah, but I found it, hooked my headphones up, and just did it. And it was just like that's this is how it's meant to be played. Which is why mm-hmm. I'm a bit confused why you've got to unlock it by finishing the game. I'm not sure because yeah. it's not like. You don't really it's, get anything it, unique in story mode by breaking it all up and kicking it back to a menu, so I'm not sure. No, if anything, being able to select chapters is like a right? thing that you would unlock after you finish the game. Yeah, like it, yeah, it's it's a weird choice, um, and like you know, good on them for doing like, it. I guess maybe there's just... a, there might be a reason for it, but I just personally can't fathom it. But at least you beat it, then you get album mode, and yeah, it's really good when you play it for album mode. Absolutely, um, and just I like. The whole final song, like, and the culmination, that oh, final... Oh, God, it's so good. It's so like, good. I, I want to go and play it after this now. I actually kind of want to Just that, just that last song, it's so good. Yeah, it's... Oh, man. It's, yeah. 
I, I, the music is phenomenal. Um, it is. It's it's by. Oh. Oh, I've got it here. Um, is uh by Daniel Olsen, uh Jonathan Eng, and uh, Linnea Olsen. Um, you can. Oh man, they got a prayer up for a vinyl copy of it, Karen. I mean, I've got nothing oh. to play vinyl on, so neither do I. But the album art looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the pinky purple heart. Oh man, it looks so good. So- um. But yeah, no, Sinara Wild Hearts is a yeah, big old thumbs up. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, I found myself smiling a lot through it just yep. because the music is so good. Um, but yeah, and it made me go, oh, I've heard about Year Walk and um, Device 6 and um, a couple other ones from Samurga because I'd seen that name around, especially because I follow a lot of mobile gaming um, blogs and stuff like that because I like that shit. So I see their name kicked around a lot. Um, Year Walk apparently is phenomenal. So I'm going to check that out. I think it might be on Apple Arcade. I think they might have like retroactively put that on there. Um, but yeah, I I it's I think Apple funded this game as well, I believe. I think they put some money towards it. I'm not willing to step in on that because I don't know. But I think it was in the credits. But um, they it was like, you know, which, yeah, it sort of explains a little bit about it, I guess. Um, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed it, but which was your favorite stage? Like what was the most fun you had in each of the different stages? Um, anytime that there was more, um, quick time events than actual moving around so probably the, like stage. The, the motorbike stuff, maybe. Yeah. A lot of the motorbike stuff. Um, we had like the sword and all that. Yes. Oh, I... man, it was so good. I got into the rhythm. I really liked the snapping one, the snapping fingers. Oh, where it changed. Yeah. Yeah. That I got a little frustrated at that. Some oh, okay. But um, no, it was good though. It was clever. I really liked that. Um, and I liked the fact that the, the drifting one was basically like the song is kind of like an outrun esque oh, soundtrack. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just outrun. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, I like that too. And it's honestly, um, it's pretty super chill. That one. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. is that Hermit sixty four? That's when no. you, yeah, which when you're going up to Hermit sixty four, which is uh, yeah, again, I really like that one as well. Yeah, that's a really cool too. You're playing in like a VR headset, and it's just like a. It, it reminded me of um Undertale. Yes, absolutely. Like it's a good game, like a, a bullet hell sort of uh, dodging things. A lot cool. of different platforms to choose from, and I would recommend checking out Sayonara Wild Hearts. Yes, hundred percent. Um. Cool. All right. What do we got coming up next, though, Kyron? Oh, it's you again, Joel. It's me again. Oh, it is, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, okay. There's a bit of a story about why, about this one. Um, as always with me. So, uh, my wife Ash and I have been like looking at uh, Ring Fit Adventure for a while since it came out. Um, I remember when it got announced, I sort of scoffed at it, especially the name. I was like, I don't know how I feel about that, but, um. Yeah, I was like, oh, this looks like another Wii Fit. They're trying it again. Good on them. People will buy it. Whatever. Uh, and then reviews came out for it. And it was getting like sevens and eights. And people are sort of going, it's actually pretty good. Like, it's it's fun. And there's it a, does there's a game job. here. Yeah, it's like there's a game here, but also the fitness stuff is pretty good. And I was like, okay, interesting. And then I showed Ash the trailer for it. And she's like, okay, this looks pretty cool. Um, and then we were watching the Easy Allies play it on this on their um group stream one week, 
and we were like, okay, we're getting a feel for how things are. And we sort of talked about it and I was like, look, Ash was like, I'm, I'm kind of interested in it maybe. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to check it out. And I was like, well, look, how about we go halves in it uh, and we'll pick up a copy of it. And she's like, all right, cool, let's do it. Uh, and just so happened, Target had a sale running that weekend. It was like a, a promo that was like, if you spend over $100, you get $20 off it. And you have to use that coupon code. And I'm like, sweet. We were back in Bendigo. The website said the Bendigo store had stock. I went in there. They didn't. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. And she, the lady was like, look, we're getting a shipment in tomorrow of stuff. Maybe it's in that. Maybe it's um, in that. As someone who works in retail, never like, say yeah. that to someone. I was like, okay. And she's like, otherwise you can do like click and collect and we can pick it up. You can pick it up when it's in. I'm like, cool. So I went home and Ash was like, well, let's just do click and collect. And if it does arrive tomorrow, that means we can pick it up. It's like, that's fine. All right, do that. So we put it through. An hour later, our order gets canceled because uh, due to um, uh, insufficient stock. I was like, well, fuck. All right, cool. So I looked up our local store in Melbourne for Target. They had stock. I'm like, sweet. Click and collect. Let's do that. Hour and a half later, order gets canceled. So moral of the story is fuck Target um, because because they ruined, they, they screwed me over too many times. Um, but I, <laughs> that bridge and is by, burned. They crossed me too many times. Um, but by that point, we were up, we were up uh, near, near the, the um, near your store in Bendigo uh, and they had it for the same price um, before the discount. And I was like, fuck it, I'm buying it. Because well, you never, I was the, like, the main thing there, right? What was that? <laughs> uh, exactly, yeah. I went up and I was like, hey, do you have this? And they're like, yeah, let me check. Cool, it seems like we've got him out the back. Goes out the back, comes back with it. I'm like, sweet. Thank you. <laughs> it actually is real. Deal. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, and um, and so I picked it up. Um, and so far, uh, I've done the first level because I've had a busy week this week, uh, considering I've had two days off. But like, I still had a busy week this week. Haven't had a chance to get back into it. Um, uh, But yeah, I tell you what. I did the first, I did a couple of like the mini games just to get a feel for it. And then I did the first like quest, I guess, um, of the, of the adventure mode. Um, because yeah, basically it's, it, it's essentially a Pilates ring that you attach the, um, a Joy-Con to and a leg strap that you put the other Joy-Con to. And that's how it tracks everything that you need to do with the game. Um, but it has this adventure mode that you can jump into and it's basically an RPG. So you, you get you collect coins and you get upgrades to your moves uh, and then combat takes place as a turn-based combat system but instead of like picking moves from a menu those moves are sets of exercises so it might be like you're going to fight something and it's like all right cool pick which one you want to do uh all right well if i do the uh the overhead presses which is like holding the ring above your head and pushing in and and, and releasing um I, it's like 10 of those it'll do 28 damage all right, all right cool i'll do that to start off with and so you do that uh and then as you go through like you you do the first lot of them and then the last half of them is always like do it quicker um so it sort of like gets you to sort of push through um and yeah it's it it works like i i did an 11 minute workout that took me 11 minutes to do that first that first segment that first quest um and i worked up a sweat um, my heart rate went up because it also on the ring itself, the, the Joy-Con that's on there at certain points, you can check your um, heart rate by using the IR sensor, the IR camera on the top of the Joy-Con. So you hold onto the top of it, put your thumb over it, and it um, it tracks you. Like, obviously, it's not super accurate, I guess, but like it gives you an idea of what... Yeah, 
I mean, you, you can only expect so much from it when it's not specifically designed for this. But the fact that it, it gives you an idea is still pretty nifty. Yeah, I was like, this is really cool. Like, this actually makes sense, and like, um, it sort of makes sense in the uh, in in like narratively. Like, everything they've actually taken care to like all the stuff that you're doing sort of makes sense narratively in the which I'm, I'm not saying that the game is like an amazing story or anything like that it's basically like you know like you wake up and there's this I ring thing and I'm... you pick it up you open it and yes. it's like this ring comes to life uh, and it talks to you and it's like this bad guy comes out and says ha you hey, let me out not just any bad guy joel okay yeah he's true. a super buff <laughs> yeah He's a, 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 a the Wikipedia page is an evil bodybuilding dragon named Drago. He's buff as hell. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's jacked. He's super jacked. Um, but yeah, like it's uh, it works. And I tell you what, the other testament to that is that I did it that day. I went to work that night, and I was like, my legs are a little bit jelly, but I'm okay. A lot of like squats and things to do. Um, uh, and so like yoga and uh, and like resistance training stuff as well. And so I went to work and I was like, legs are a bit jelly. Woke up the next day and I felt like I'd been to the gym the day before because my <laughs> thighs were tight. And I was like, oh, today's going to be a rough day. Uh, eight hours walking around. And oh, no. we don't have many stairs or like elevated spots at work, but the two steps that I had to constantly go up and down at work, like ruined me they they, <laughs> they were the jacked dragon guy they were they were he was like underneath going i've got you um so but yeah i haven't yeah. i haven't played it myself but i have as i've i've stressed to you countless times i'm definitely getting it mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be a game i pick up in december i think yeah for uh, sure because again without having actually used it just watching i also watch the allies play it i've heard your your impressions it just seems like they got it this time, right? They really did. And I yeah. say that I owned We Fit, and I Same. did it yep. for a bit. But mm-hmm. to be honest, like having to use that board was a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, yeah. In terms of like the peripheral, like this is easy to store away. It's just yeah. a, a big ring and a leg strap that you can just pop in a drawer. Like it's nothing. Yeah. And like um, the fact that it uses the Joy Cons, which are things you're going to use anyway. Like it's just, yep. I, 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 I like it. <laughs> Yeah, it 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 legitimately works. Like the tech works the way that it, it you know it, it 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 describes on the box. Um, but yeah, I just I it's really fun. Like I'm really enjoying it. And the cool thing is too, if you don't want to play the adventure mode or you're done with the adventure mode, which I've heard is around about thirty hours long, um, which is rough when you consider that's all exercise. <laughs> yeah, and it's only going to get harder. I was like. Fuck. Like, it's essentially like a, a, an exercise program, a gamified exercise yeah. program. Like, there's all these companies trying to, like, gamify this for apps and stuff. It's just like Nintendo's, mm-hmm. Nintendo's like, we did it. Like, we made it yep. a game. Yeah. We did it. It's, I, I mean, it, it's, it's sort of like goes hand in hand with, like, you know, with the Switch. Doesn't like, they finally got what they wanted to do right. They did it. Uh, and they did it with, with, with our Wii Fit now, basically, and, and Ring, Ring Fit Adventures. Um, if you've been curious about it and like just sort of, you know, wanting to like, like you've seen it and you're like, I wonder what that's all about. I highly recommend checking it out. Cause it's, I, it is, it is quite a lot, but you're getting like the two peripherals as well. Um, the hand grips on the, the ring actually are Velcroed. 
I believe. So you can take those off and wash them, which is really cool. Okay. Uh, and the leg I guess strap you is just... might want to do if you get have a particularly sweaty sesh. I mean, like, yeah, I, 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 I worked out for eleven minutes. I'm, I'm not saying that because I'm, oh, like, grossly unfit. Like, it's, it's, it's insane how unfit I am. But like, um, yeah, like a eleven minute workout, and I was like sweating. I'm like, oh man, I'm feeling good. Like, you know, I sat down, and ate lunch, and I was like, oh, I'm feeling really good now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm gonna try and maybe I'll wake up tomorrow and do some more tomorrow, bust yeah. through some more things. But it, it. Yeah, it'll work out. Like it'll I said, yeah, I'm definitely going to pick it up for the end of the year because I, like you, was sort of scoffing at it when it was announced. But then the impressions started rolling out, and people mm-hmm. started talking about it more and more. And I was just like, okay, this sounds interesting. And then they were like, also, it's an RPG. I was like, all right, yeah. Like, if you're going to get me to buy your fitness peripheral game, make it an RPG. That's that's definitely a tick in the column there. And let's not get crazy with the RPG elements. Like it's it's very it's very basic RPG. But like this isn't know. this isn't like a deep RPG. But no, th- that's fine because the RPG isn't what you're there for. Really, it's just to guide. It's just to string you along through the the exercises and the, the like using the peripheral and stuff more than anything. Yeah, it sort of makes you forget that you actually are doing exercise. Like you, you're obviously like, oh, cool. I'm doing yeah. That, this makes sense. Oh yeah, cool. I'm doing this sort of workout. I'm doing this sort of exercise. Um. But like you sort of don't realize it because you're just like, oh, I'm just I'm doing the movements that I need to do to control the character in the game. And you know and... what? The other thing that I really like about it is that if you don't really want to do the adventure stuff, it also makes for a really fun party game. Absolutely, yeah. Like this could be really fun. Like uh, I mean, it's probably not the most healthiest way to do it, but after a couple of drinks, oh boy, uh, I can imagine friends. those drinks coming back up. Oh yeah, like trying to like outdo each other with certain like the mini game segment. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Like I, I didn't even talk about how you control. So like, cause you've got the leg strap on. So it's basically you're on rails for each like segment, but to move, you just jog on the spot. So you're just like, you're just standing in your living room, just jogging on the spot and it moves your character forward and it, it tracks how fast you're jogging as well. Um, so like if you start speeding up, your character will speed up. And if you slow down to like a, like a casual jog, it'll slow down. Uh, and then there are parts where you get the stairs and you've got to do like knee lifts to get up the stairs. So you've got to like stand and like lift your knees up while you're like, like, you know, jogging uh, to get up the stairs. It's just really clever. Um, I'm really like blown away with how clever it is. Like I'm in Nintendo. Okay. It's mm. just getting to December. This is what I'm picking up. Yep. I, it's definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. And I'm going to keep, I'm, 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 de- I'm determined to keep up with it. Um, like, yeah, my wife and I are going to try and hold each other accountable for it, I think. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's a ring fit adventures, but, um, Kyron, you finished another game this week. Well, Joel, I will get to the game I finished in just a moment, but first I want to interject because last night, <laughs> oh yeah, of last course. night, Whoops. our true um, lord, uh, overlord and savior, uh, Masahiro Sakurai. Yes. Blessed us with 45 minutes of a Super Smash Brothers, not really a direct, a presentation. Yeah. And it was all for everyone's, I say everyone's favorite because I know there are some people that are still just sort of like, but why? Uh, Yeah. But um, yeah, Terry Terry Bogard is in Smash now. He's available now if you want to play as him. But yeah, last night's presentation basically went over all of his mechanics, his moves, how he plays, his, his very cool stage. The fact that there are 50 
neo like snk neo geo sort of songs so like and that's across fatal fury king of fighters and metal slug yep and obviously and then we got we also got just got to watch what i would describe as like 10 minutes of sakurai b showing just how good he is at smash brothers yeah it was uh, i um a good friend of the show Broderick Gordes uh, mentioned in our group chat that it's just like, man, Sakurai just really wants to be a Twitch streamer, yeah. doesn't he? Like, like, and it felt like that. It felt like him just doing a Twitch. And he, even him like calling out, it's like, oh, it's really hard to play this game and, and talk at the same time. <laughs> he <laughs> says just... as he casually just, he did it. He beat, he picked five, which is like max intensity you can manually pick and then maxed it all out towards the end. He's re- and just, ridiculous oh, at this game. Insane. I mean, I guess and, he and made like, it, but still. I do love the fact that he had like just people laughing in the background as well. Like it, he's like cracking jokes, and there were people I, in. The I know studio, that they always like, joke about the budget of these things when they do them, but I really yep. like it. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, we don't deserve Sakurai. Even, like, he's so cool. we don't. We don't. He's the best. Um, but yeah, no, it was. I, I remember we were talking as well uh, in the same group chat before this. This um, when this thing got announced, we were like, "Are they really going to spend?" 45 minutes just on this one character and they did and i was like you know what for a character i have no affiliation with whatsoever um and i don't think i've even really heard of fatal fury i'd heard of, like king of fighters like the king of fighters but i've never heard of fatal fury or anything like that i was like it's actually pretty entertaining yeah <laughs> like i really enjoyed it what about it's just because of sakurai it's just of course so much cool just random trivia he was just dropping throughout the entire thing the mm-hmm. sheer amount of yeah. guest characters that show up it's just yep. we he that team cares so much when they get given a character to put in their game. They just yeah, swing for which, the fences. It's which it, it sort of I guess leads to that the, the the point of like what kind of Western character would appear in the game, and I just don't I, I don't, don't know. I don't know I don't know, and I don't feel like there could be because they it would have to be something that they would have such a high affiliation with. So, I, but. I don't think anything from Microsoft really resonates with, like, any of those, like, ones that you would expect, like, say, Master Chief or something like that. Like, that doesn't resonate with, like, Japanese people or all that team, for, for that matter, really. Like, it's, yeah, it's interesting. It's tough, like, because now we're playing the uh, guessing game for character number five. Well, because we're clearly getting an announcement of that at Game Awards, right? We don't know for sure, but it seems like a, it would make sense because it closes the loop. Right, because Nintendo mm-hmm. announced Joker at last Game Awards. It kicked off this the yep. season pass, and then I'll close it out by announcing the last one. Uh, but before and, like, they start, timing like, wise, the next lot of characters that is <laughs> exactly God. Uh, but like timing wise, it makes sense as well. Like, oh yeah, it's, it's gonna it's like a, a month and a half away. Every couple of months, like, basically. Yeah, like it's it, it makes sense. But, um, uh, the presentation was really good. Sakurai, we don't deserve you. Mm-hmm. Also, what the hell are you doing? Square because Sakurai and his team went to SNK and were like, "Hey, um, look, we've got proposals for like fifty odd songs or so. It's like, narrow red list down a bit." And they were like, "Have all 50. Yep. And meanwhile, Square Enix is like, "No, you can have two songs from the Final Fantasy yep. VII soundtrack." Yep. Well, how many did they put from Dragon Quest though? Oh, maybe like six or seven. It's slightly, yeah, slightly right, okay. more. Yeah. Slightly more. But also. Yeah. Um, I know the Dragon Quest music's really good, but I don't really like how it sounds. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you're in the minority no, there, but um, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm here because I put right. a bit of time into Terry before, like as I, after I finished work, 
because the, the patch went up this morning as I was heading to work, so I didn't get a chance to play then. Uh, mm-hmm. I've only played as him for a little bit, uh, but as very much as you can see from the actual presentation, very much in, in the same vein as Ryu and Ken from Street Fighter. Of course. Yep. He seems like, from what I've played of him, I like him. I Watching the presentation, I haven't had a chance to, to give him a go yet, but like watching the presentation, I was like, I could... I could get into this. I could see myself using Terry as a character, um, it's... which is cool because they did bring up in that presentation like that, that they wanted to make the, the character seem appealing to people who aren't familiar with the, that franchise or those games. And that's me. Like, t- tick both those boxes. I was like, this actually looks like a character that I would use. He moves pretty quickly. He's like a heavy hitter. He's got some cool combos as well that he can do. That's the thing. He can He can more genuinely combo, which is a rarity in smash mm-hmm. like you sort of like you can have combos but they're not really traditional fighting game combos but this guy's got options to do that like canceling supers yep. or canceling attacks yeah. to chain into another attack immediately he can spot dodge and then counter off of that he's got the command inputs if his damage gets high enough he's got command inputs for like his super moves he's mm-hmm. he's always facing an enemy like Ryu and Ken are now which is just great Yep. He's yeah. He's cool. I like him. And I He's really cool. I have heard of Terry. I haven't like mostly from King of Fighters, not so much Fatal Fury. But I don't really have an affiliation with him. But the mm-hmm. little the short amount of time I put into him today, he is fun to mess around with. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Like I I I really like the look of him and I, I like his uh his moveset seems really interesting and I I'm I'm definitely gonna check him out some point maybe over the weekend or something yeah, i don't know it's I get time. like the thing i like most about these dlc characters is they've all sort of felt unique in a way like they've all had their own thing right yeah like joker had yep. arsen mm-hmm. hero had ridiculous rng yeah <laughs> and a yeah incredibly uh, mm-hmm. like you're looking at this this like attack list more than the actual fight right banjo kazooie has like those golden feathers which is gives yep. him that it's just and yeah Terry's got essentially he's a fighting game character in Smash which is a f- fighting party game whatever you want to you know genre it into but yeah. Terry genuinely sort of feels like a fighting game character in a Smash game and it's just cool. It seems like they've taken what they they set out to do with Ryu Absolutely. and just sort of turned that up yes. as well which is cool yeah. I've already heard of people um, who liked using Ryu and Ken really liking terry i could imagine i could yeah i feel like terry's gonna be a dangerous he's gonna be dangerous in the right hand oh yeah absolutely i super dangerous was it eve it was maybe it was evo there was an amazing ken play at evo this year that was just like off the chain and i can't wait to see what that i can't can't remember that player's name maybe it was riddles i can't remember but he plays that he plays a mean ken I cannot wait right. to see what he can do with Cherry. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. I also want to take um, a chance to also shout out how cool his stage is. Yeah, I, that was exactly what I wanted to bring up as well, because this seems really awesome. Mm. Um, so his stage... I, I really like the idea behind it. Yeah. His stage is pretty true to, like, King of Fighters and all that, where it's just a flat 2D plane, where there's no platforms or anything, obviously, unless you're playing on the battlefield mode. And it's a nice-looking stage. You can see the big screen in the background. It says King of Fighters... Uh, Sakurai very clearly stated why it wasn't called the King of Fighters, okay? Just so yep. we're on the mm-hmm. same page. Um, and you you might be thinking, oh, but 
in Smash, the whole point is to get knocked off the stage, so you just get knocked off the screen and that's it. What I like about this stage is it's got these invisible walls. Mm-hmm. And if your damage is low, you will just bounce off that wall back into the fight. It's not really until your damage starts getting really high that you will just... It does this cool freeze frame as you hit the wall and smash it. through it. I really like it. The animation looks so cool when it's you do it. So it seems good. so satisfying. Yeah. yeah, And even just like the little things like when they bounce off the walls, you can catch them and hit them again. It's just... I like it. I like these invisible walls. I hope your testing these is a thing you might want to implement in other stages in, the, in like future Smash games because can I just say, thumbs up. I really like it. Having it as like a setting for certain stages, it would be maybe so that you cool. could turn on the, yeah. the options. Like that would be really cool. I like that. Like it's, it's a game mode, so they've got like stamina, there's coin, there's time, there's stock, and then there's like invisible wall yeah, mode. That, like, it would be very fun to just mess with. It's just it, it yeah. works really well on the stage, and I can I would love to see it implemented going ahead or like in in other new stages. Yeah, sure. But yeah, so no, far, I, that that was the thing that I was like, this looks fascinating. I want to try this really out as well. Cool. It's it's so fun, mm. like catching a character as they bounce back in off of the wall and hitting them back into it. It's it's oh it's God. just so satisfying. It's gonna be. I, I'm gonna hate it because it's gonna be me being <laughs> juggled off the fucking wall. Probably. Uh, it'll be me because I'm Ridley and my hitbox is the size of a goddamn truck. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's my check in with Terry. Cool character, yes. good work, Sakurai. Cannot wait to see what else you do for Smash Ultimate because I just love this game so much. Yes, it is great. We love it. So much fun. Um, but as you but, as you previously indicated... Exactly, yes. You finished something else, Kari. I did, in fact, finish a video game, which is why I was able to dabble in a lot of the stuff I have talked about tonight. And that mm-hmm. video game is The Outer Worlds. Awesome. Um... I played a little bit of it I will, when it came out. I won't be spoiling anything. Yep. Uh, just because I know that you're very early in. And mm-hmm. I think this video game is good and worth you playing okay. and worth you seeing seeing more of it on your own. Okay. So I, let's get yeah. let's get the obvious thing out of the way first. I've had it like I've even like outside of people who I talk to on the internet, people have been like, Should I should I play out of worlds? It looks sort of like Fallout. I'm like do you like Fallout? If the answer is yes, then you should play The Outer Worlds. Right. It's really yep. that simple. Mm. Specifically as well, if you liked Fallout New Vegas. Yes, well, yeah, like, the, the best Fallout. <laughs> yeah, like it's, yeah. If you like Fallout New yeah. Vegas, but also like aspects of Bioware's Mass Effect. Right. And especially if you like Firefly. <laughs> also that too, yeah. Because and I, I, yeah, the I, Firefly vibes are real. Yeah, that it's just yeah, definitely. It, it, everything down to it's like it's humor and like it's it's world building and it's some of, some, visual style as well. Some of the songs that play as like atmospheric yeah. environmental music. The fact that you've got a crew together on a ship called the Unreliable. That's right. I I love that. I love that it was called the Reliable, Reliable but yeah, it's like right. they've renamed it the Un. They've like put it in red text there just in front of it. Unreliable. It's yeah. great. The first. The first companion you pick, companions you pick up, is an engineer mm-hmm. who speaks a lot like Kaylee. Let's be real here. Pavati, voiced by Ashley Birch. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes, actually, it's I actually Birch. didn't know that. But she... oh, really? Yeah, no. It's, I, as soon as I was, I was playing, I was like, "As Ashley Birch, cool." Well, P- awesome. Pavati, Ashley Birch, she voiced my second favorite character in that game. Awesome. Like, I, I already made a conscious decision. I'm like, she's sticking with me for the whole game because <laughs> I like her. Her companion quest is great. <laughs> 
It's simple, oh, but it's awesome. it's great. Uh, and then the other one you pick up on that first planet is, of course, Vicar Max. So like a disgraced, you know, priest religious figure character. I'm like, come on, guys. Yep. Come on. Yep. <laughs> it's 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 a little on the nose. Like <laughs> you know what? I don't even care because yeah, it's great. So I made sure to build my character. I was a I was a talker. I had my had like a, a plasma pistol, and I was set. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing for what I've played of it um, thus far is like just the amount, the ability to be able to talk your way out of things. And yeah, if there's, it's not really fair to say it's a weakness, but if there's one thing I will say, because I was just, no joke, I was just getting buckets of my skill points and just pouring them into dialogue. Yeah. I was just talking my way out of everything. And it was great. It's yep. cool to have that option, but boy. Was I just talking my way out of everything? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It sort of it, it sort of shows its cards a little like from what I've heard as well. It, it feels like it shows its cards a little too early on, and then like you just sort of float through the rest of the game. Um, yeah, I will save it. The overarching plot, like when, it presents you with an option very early on, but you can do something with a character that rescues you. And I was just like, I don't, wait, I don't really know this guy. Why would I do this other bad, this seemingly bad thing? Maybe I'll make the choice further in. The choice eventually goes away, and towards the end, I'm like, I still don't know why I would do that thing to him. Like, I just... Right. The character that I'm talking about is the one who wakes you up, which is, of course, uh, Phineas Wells, I believe? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I just feel like I didn't spend much time with him. Maybe that was on me. Maybe I should have gone back to his ship more often and talked to him, but they give you an option pretty early on to turn him in because he is a wanted man. I'm like, why would yeah. I? Like, I, I mean, I don't really know this guy, but he doesn't seem that bad. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It, it feels a little, um, but it's trying to do too many things. Yeah. but it, it, I mean, it's still fun. I'm really enjoying well, what I played. That's it, the so. thing, right? Because the overarching plot didn't grab me, but the smaller moving parts do. Like right. a lot of the okay. companion quests are very cool. They're not as in depth as like a Mass Effect, but uh, they're still pretty solid. The worlds all feel nice. I, f- I like not being stuck in one huge area, like a Fallout. Right. Where you're like, well, guess I'm in this grey wasteland for the next fifty hours. It is nice, yeah, like to have a couple of places to bounce off to. Hmm. Uh, combat, boy, does the ta- time do look the What's it called? It's TTD. Uh, Tactical Time time Dilation. Yeah. That works way better than VATS. I, yeah, it, yeah, it makes much more sense. Like, it feels way better integrated. It flows better. I, it, I mean, it seems a little unfair to say that because VATS works because of Fallout's roots in its original tactical game, but like in its tactics version. But then when, I think they did a pretty good job implementing that into a first-person shooter. But, yeah, it's still, like, flip a coin sometimes. <laughs> like, doesn't Seems a bit too wild card. It, 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 yeah, because of the FPS nature of it, I, looking back on it, no, nah, in the bin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I, especially now we've got yeah, something like this where got... it's like, oh. My favorite thing about um, tactical time dilation, though, is its narrative function. Oh yeah, it actually makes sense narratively within that world because, like, it's like, oh, cool, you've got a cool slowdown time mechanic, but it's like, no, it's actually a part of the story. Like, it, yeah, because I mean, it's very early on, but like, you're you've been you're at like a 
a colonist that's been sent away to sort of like set up a new um, planet with all these other like um, settlers. Uh, and basically something goes wrong and you end up, it's what was supposed to be, I think, seven years ends up being like, like 20 or something. Yeah, something like that. It's definitely a, a significantly longer stretch of time. Yeah, so you've been like cryogenically frozen. And just so drifting get... as well. Like no one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so when you come out of like cryostasis um, and, and, and Phineas is explaining to you about everything and you're sort of like, well, what the fuck? Um, and when you're going through the tutorial stuff, he's like, oh, you've got this thing called tactical time dilation now. Um, basically, it's a side effect of you being frozen for so long that things slow down every now and then. I was <laughs> like, that's brilliant. That is such a good way of just going. Look, it's it's like two or three lines of dialogue where it's like, no, that makes sense now. That narratively, that that makes sense. It's it's essentially it's magic, but it makes sense in the world. Yeah, um, and I love that because like it really that's clever. it. That's the other thing with Vats. Vats is quite clearly a gameplay mechanic because it didn't have. Which is like, hey, this is a thing you can do. Yeah, I mean, it it does it does a little bit because of like the Pip Boy, but yeah, even then, like, it's, very, it's not if, as, if you think it doesn't work as good yeah. as this. So. If you think about it, like in world, it's like all right, cool. Well, I'm using the pit boy to like strategically pick which part of the enemy I want to shoot. But like you, you think about that in universe, like you're looking down at your pit boy with your gun in your hand, going um um, and like like eyes darting back and yeah. forth between your pit boy and the enemy, trying to figure out where to hit. Um, yeah, it's a little less, a little more flimsy, but yeah. Um, Look, yeah, I I just love that little detail. That was really cool. I think the main thing I'm getting at more than anything is. Even though I don't know that I cared too much about the yeah the, the full plot when I finished Outer Worlds, when I hit credits, I was just sort of like, do we need Bethesda to make Fallout games? Like, honestly? That seems to be the conversation going around right like, now. Like, do we need that? Because the, New Vegas is the best one. Yeah. Fallout 4, I remember at the time being like, this is a really good game. And then I finished it, I'm like, I've forgotten everything that happened. Except, oh, I, 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 I dropped off that so far. Like I was enjoying it, and then I got about halfway through, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm. I feel like I'm just doing busy work. Yeah. Now. And then I got to the end, and then I got the worst ending in the game, and I went, "Well, that sucked." Um, yeah, I don't know. And yeah. Obviously, seventy six is the cloud looming over Bethesda right now. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I, I I would be very surprised if we see any more Fallout in the, the, the foreseeable future. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've got two big games backing him up at the moment anyway, so... Yeah, well, that's it. Um, yeah, just let let, uh, let Obsidian take things from now on. And, like, at the same time, I do want to say that that's... I don't... I feel a bit bad because a lot of the conversation about Outer Worlds is going, hey, look, it's a better Fallout. It's like, well, yes, but also Obsidian have put a lot of their own, like interesting fun ideas into this like some of the video the dialogue in this game is yeah. genuinely hilarious like yeah laugh it's out very well loud written. funny it's very well written um I, I i mean it's it's hard because like they're like oh they made a bit of fallout but it's like well no they they helped make fallout like, yeah like these guys were were partially black isle that made the original fallouts the original fallout like they're, they're responsible for why we have the fallout that we have now like it's for better or worse, but, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's it, it's like okay, cool. So obviously going into it, they would have been thinking, all right, well we we want to do this style of game again, but we obviously can't do Fallout. We need to put some some of our own spin on it, and very a lot of it does feel very like similar. Like I mean, like, it is very Fallout meets Borderlands meets Mass Effect yeah. in a way. 
yeah and like i mean i'm for me i was like oh tick 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 yeah, yes yeah, thank absolutely. you like that's that's great i like all three of those games um for the most part fallout 4 <laughs> yeah um but yeah like it's uh it, it, they've done that that really well i'm only like a, a like three or four hours into it at the moment um but i i am intending to get back to it at some point um so i've been playing it on pc as well which has been cool so yeah like how has that been on pc because on, on ps4 it looks surprisingly good and again maybe yeah. maybe i'm thinking too much of bethesda games but i've had very little bugs yeah i mean like it's ra- it runs flawlessly on my on my pc which is like a year and a bit old now um but it, it runs it auto detected everything at ultra like it runs everything at high settings and um and it doesn't really flinch um yeah it, it, it looks really nice um but i guess it is like it's this is the age we live in now where that pc games unless they're made for pc um rarely struggle <laughs> i guess in a yeah. way if you've got a, an okay rig um because they're made for consoles as well. Yes, exactly. So I don't know. It's like, all within balance. Because my biggest fear, I think, going into this game was because, as much as I like prefer New Vegas over Fallout Three and Fallout Four, it was definitely the most broken. I think of a lot of them. Oh yeah. But like a lot of oh, that, clearly yeah. at this point, I'm like, was that just stemming from Obsidian having to work with Bethesda's engine? Which, at the best of times, that engine is like held together by duct tape. <laughs> Oh yeah, like it's yeah, like I I wonder if it was yeah them having to work with that engine and also work with Bethesda wanting to get a game out the door. Well, that too. Either way, like Outer Worlds, it's refreshing, right? To to go back and enjoy this sort of game. <laughs> yeah, it's refreshing in such a like nostalgic way, you know, in a weird kind of way. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what, like oh, it's just like the the building your character is fun. I yeah. what I really like, and I want to do it. Like normally, I wouldn't go through and do a second playthrough. There's an option at the start to make your to give your character like the dumb perk. Mm-hmm. I really want to do a dumb playthrough. I hear that's really fun. I hear it's a really fun way to play the game. I can tell you right now, uh, there is an ending that only the dumb playthrough can get, playthrough can get. Oh my god! And it's hilarious. Oh, that's awesome! I, I didn't want to. I didn't obviously look anything up, but once I finished, I was like, "Oh, let's go through the trophy list." I'm like, "What is this ending?" And I googled it, and I, it's so good. I because yeah, the thing is like they like um, Obsidian have said that like this game is designed for multiple playthroughs, yeah. like experiencing different things. Um, which yeah, the sort of the back half of this episode seems to be a bit of a a common trend, as we'll get to very shortly. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I I can definitely see that because like. I, I started feeling that, like, you know, um, like, choice paralysis after a while, where I'm just like, oh, I really want to do everything, but I can't, I physically can't in one playthrough, which means I have to go back through it again. Um, like, there's a, a part, like, one of the quests I did where, with the, the medicine. Oh, in yeah. In the first town. And, like, trying to decide who to give that to, and I'm like, oh, I don't really know. Um, which, again, this will be another topic I want to bring up very shortly as well. Um a, a common theme in this last part of the episode, but um, all the choices that you get presented with seem gray. Like there's, there's never really like a clear, like this is the good choice and this is the bad choice. And this is the okay choice in the middle. Yeah. Like it's, it's like this has pros and cons and this one also has pros and cons, but you've got to weigh up 
how you want to play your character and how you want to to shape yeah, them. You have to role play. Exactly. Yeah, which is great. Again, like you said, refreshing. It is in this day and age, uh, mm. and that's very true. But what I also like that because I was such a silver-tongued space cowboy, space cowgirl, mm. I should say. A couple of the other ones, like, as you get progress into these other tough choices, you can be like, well, actually, blah, 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 you should do this with blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can, you can sort of just, it's just got a fun way of, you can you can have your cake and eat it too. Right. And normally okay. I'd be like, oh, this is annoying, but the speech challenges are interesting and the dialogue is witty and fun and it just, it works. Yeah. As opposed to just feeling like you've taken the easy way out, which you sort of have because very little combat involved when you're talking your way out of a lot of these issues like it honestly joel it reached a point towards the end where i was in like the last like some of the last towns and stuff and i was just stealing stuff and the guards would come up and be like hey what are you doing <laughs> and my intimidate was so high but i would always just be like whatever i want and they're like all right all right whatever yeah fair call no quarrel uh, carry no on quarrel <laughs> yep like, I mean, but that's that's the beauty of, like, why people play, like, Dungeons & Dragons. Because combat's obviously fun in those, those like, tabletop RPGs. But, uh, like, talking your way out of things is sometimes so much more interesting and so much more fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, being able to do that in, in a video game that is a first-person shooter, like, where you, you just play without shooting a lot, which is good. Yeah, Cause, and, and that's the thing, right, because... Maybe I played on standard. It was pretty easy, which again, I, yep. I didn't mind too much because I was a talking character anyway. Right. But uh, yeah, a lot of the gunfights didn't really give me too much trouble, which is, I mean, I'm not expecting to be, you know, pushing a Dark Souls level challenge here. Right. But the only thing that really gave me issue was, oh, Joel, I need to talk about flaws. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. That's a very good point. So um, before I tell yeah. my story of the part that gave me trouble... <laughs> <laughs> okay. In this game, uh, as the, as you are playing the game, certain things will happen that will give your character a flaw, which is essentially the best example I can give you is, I. You can you can become so there's an an inhaler that you use to heal yourself, sort of like stim packs from Fallout. Yeah, and you can basically become addicted to it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And if you are addicted to it, basically, if you go too long without having a having a half of that inhaler. A lot of your stats will take a massive negative hit. Yep. And but if you do, so you can say no to that per, like that flaw. You don't have to take it. But if you say yes, you get a perk point to spend on a perk, which is again really useful. Yeah. So that's I really like that 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 again. It just lends to a role playing, right? Yeah. I think that there's another one I saw as well. I think where um someone kept falling off like from high spaces. Brennan got this one. <laughs> Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, you you get like you get a fear of heights. Essentially, you got agoraphobia. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. Like, I love that. So, the, the, yeah, the one that I got, I was getting <laughs> wholesale, like not not killed, but they were they were mortally wounding me a lot. So I had to like constantly back up and heal. I got robo robot phobia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So anytime <laughs> I was in combat with a robot. It was terrifying because they hurt me bad. My stats took yep. a dive, and it was and it was it's when you're in proximity of robots. <laughs> so this might be a slight spoiler, Joel. You probably have seen him on your ship. Have you seen mm. Have you seen Sam yet? 
Uh, no, but I think you, you've told me the yeah. story. Yeah, so but yeah. you can you can get a robot companion. His name is Sam. Uh, if I ever took him with me anywhere, I was constantly suffering from robot phobia. And that's just funny. That's just, it's honestly, it's funny. Whenever I would interact with him, I had the option to scream at him because I'm scared of robots. And he would, he would always just be like, I don't recognize his function. And I'm, it's just... And it, again, this is probably where I got a, a bit disappointed because I think that they must have forgotten later on. But when I found robots on a lot of the earlier planets, I could talk to them and be scared of them. <laughs> right. That's great. And it's just, this is funny. That's a funny, like, that's a character flaw that I'm so glad I took. Yeah. Like, it, it's, yeah, it's it's cool that they've made the flaw seem appealing as well in a way where yeah. it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, that sounds like fun. Like, like there there is there is a penalty for taking them, but like... It it seems like it's fun and like you said it builds to the the role playing element of the game. The other one I cool. I got another flaw which was um I think it was near sided or far sided. Basically, I took extra damage from melee hits. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so robot phobia was bad because yeah, a lot of those guys like to get close to you as well, and it's just bad time. Just one shot, it's a bad you. time. But uh. Yeah, I, I, I'm I glad I had that memory because the floor system is really cool. Yeah, it's one of the one of the um the draw cards of, of the Outer Worlds, which is cool. Mm. Yes. Um That's any cool. other closing comments on the on the Outer Worlds, Karen? Uh Any I time? think I'll keep it there because I'm gonna try and cook up a thing my, my friend Brennan, who I mentioned who had agoraphobia in the game, he also finished yep. it recently. Uh, yep. so I might try to put something together with him because I think cool. there's a lot of fun conversations to have about this game, but I don't want to spoil some stuff for you because it's cool. not, not like groundbreaking earth shattering stuff, but there's a lot of cool moments that you get to role play your way through in this game. Yeah. In particular, I, there's, def- a, there's a big choice on the first planet. Okay. And I was just like, basically everyone I've seen talk about out of worlds was like this. They were like, cool. I'm going to do exactly this option. Right. And as they're about to do that option, one of their companions is like, yeah, but what about this? And then I was just like, oh, God. Well, hold up. <laughs> no, wait, I can't do that option. You've made me feel guilty about it. And it's just, that little moment is cool because, I don't know, man, I blew up Megaton in Fallout 3. Who cares? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> but like... I did it before I got the bobblehead too. That was dumb. <laughs> oh, me too. It sucked. But, Stupid, um, yeah. But yeah, that moment in Outer Worlds, I'm like, no, hang on, actually, I, I changed my mind. <laughs> I need to think this over. <laughs> it was just a, it's just cool that that the game can get me like that. The way yeah, it, like it's yeah. The companions interject a lot in conversations, and it's fun. It's fun. It makes you really think about who you're taking on missions. Even though the re- correct answers are Pavati, and when you meet her, Ellie are the two correct okay. answers to take. Right. Yeah. Pavati's going with me through the Pavati's end of the game, great. She's fantastic. I love her. I love her little her little companion arc. Yeah, she's great, and also because she's voiced by Ashley Birch, that, who I love. Too. Also, Which, she, she's the Kaylee character, so, you know. <laughs> well, that too as well. But Ashley Birch brings us to our final game we'll talk about this week. We've both spent a little bit of time with... Uh, which is After Party hell yeah. from Night School Studio. Wait, hell, so, yeah, hell yeah feels appropriate. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Although they don't really say it no, they in the don't. game a lot. <laughs> yeah, they, they always say heck as well, which is great. Uh, or one character, Ashley Birch's character particularly says says heck a lot. Um, so Night School Studios, if you're not familiar with them, they are the masterminds behind Oxenfree, um, 
who we've spoken about on the show before. We both are big fans of that game. It's a good game. It's a very good game. Uh, they also did the uh, Mr. Robot mobile game as well. I forgot about until I went to their website just now, um, which I also spoke about on the show and I was a big fan of. Um, but yeah, so uh, After Party is their, their latest game uh, that they've just dropped uh, last week uh, on Games Pass, on console only though, not on PC, um, which I discovered because I was going to play it on PC, but I'm not now. I think it's Epic Game Store exclusive on PC. Um, and After Party has a pretty simple premise. Uh, you play as two characters who are Milo and Lola, uh, and you, after a pretty funny intro, wake up and realize that you're in hell and that you've died. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, it seems a pretty grim way to start, but um, this particular, like, uh, imagine, I, I, like, iteration of hell is pretty funny and colorful and kind of looks like it would be fun to spend some time there until you sort of think about the the negative repercussions that what happens during the day there um but basically they're like well we have no idea why we're here we don't know how we died we want to get out uh and they find out that there's a loophole which is basically if you can out drink and out party satan he'll uh give you a one-way ticket back to earth which that setup alone is fucking awesome i was in when i heard about this game and i saw the trailer i was like this sounds great. It's, and it's by the guys who made Oxenfree. I'm in. Like, it's honestly, go. it's one of those premises where you look at, you're like, okay, that sounds like a fun game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It sounds super fun. And then when you've realized, yeah, like I said, that it's by by Night School Studios who are so good with like narrative, uh, like narrative driven uh, games and also dialogue driven games because their dialogue, the way that they handle dialogue in their games is really fucking clever and, and feels really natural as well. Um, yeah, as I said, I, I spoke about how good the dialogue was by Obsidian in Outer Worlds. Like, mm-hmm. After Party's dialogue is also incredibly good. Oh, it's so funny. There is, uh, yeah, I I giggled quite a few times here. And it, it's weird, though, because I, I remember Oxenfree was, like, a little bit... I remember it being sort of, like, PG-esque, which made sense for the characters that were in it. And it was never really, like... There wasn't a lot of profanity and, like, like dick or fart jokes or anything like that. But then you got to realize that in this you're in hell, yeah. so that makes sense. I mean, and it, it, yeah, it, it was a bit jarring. I was like, "Whoa, okay." Oxenfree's but, trappings um, were a bit different though, because it was. I mean, it wasn't. I wouldn't describe it as a horror game, but it was definitely more so going for the scary angle. It was almost like weird fiction. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Weird fiction is absolutely what I would I would you know pen it into. Whereas, Man, look at all the links we've got in this in this episode. It's this all week. connected. Oh, I love it. Death Stranding, baby. Um. <laughs> yeah but uh all right well okay. we've we've spoken highly enough about it from our like the the, the initial get through of the game or the, the initial talk of the game um i do want to address some neg- negatives that i have with the game uh one being the performance um is pretty trash on xbox yeah i would be um, very curious to see how it runs on ps4 because there are transition yeah. scenes when you're going from one spot to another in in the taxi and I'll, mm-hmm. i remember i was playing it for the first time like oh that was a that was a little bit framey oh that's really framey maybe it was a once off and then i was doing it again later to go somewhere else i'm like oh this seems to be an issue with just yep. going from it's just i mean granted i guess if it's going to happen anywhere like i'd rather it be there but also it mm-hmm. was pretty jarring it and it does happen quite a lot 
in the game as well. Like when you're walking, it gets it gets pretty framey. Um, See, I've had that happen less often. I found I've had it happen a, a, a bit, a, like quite a bit. Um, which, yeah, is it's. I don't want to say disappointing because I don't want to seem like I'm being entitled and I'm like this game doesn't work the way I want it to. But because I genuinely, from what I've played of this game, I fucking love it. Um, but yeah, it just it, it is a little like jarring at points where you're like, ah, oh, God, I wish this would just be a little bit more smooth. Yeah, just a little bit because. Um, but I yeah, the game looks Sorry. incredible. So absolutely, and that's what I feel like the problem is like the, the not the problem, but that's why I feel like is that. Oxenfree had a very like almost minimalistic art style to it. Um, it seemed like paper cutouts almost at some points. Like it felt had a, a very unique art style to it, and this does as well. But there is a lot going on. Like there's stuff happening in the foreground and the background, as well as your yeah. like ground in the middle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a lot going on, and it's again impressive to look at when it's running mm-hmm. well. But yeah, the frame dips are noticeable at times, and definitely. I don't think it's unfair to say disappointing. Uh, no, no, I don't. But think I also do. Uh, I wholly believe it'll be patched, and that's where I'm so always well. more forgiving. Mm-hmm. But it has yeah, definitely interrupted is... with you know enjoying the game sometimes. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. But that's that's pretty much all the but negatives that I have to say about this game. One at this other negative, and it's it's only happened a couple of times. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, and it's. It's been a couple of times because naturally when I play these games and someone we're, we're talking, I'll be walking because usually you're walking from one point to another. So you're like, okay, this conversation sort of to get me there. And it's again, it's happened maybe once, maybe twice where I've been mid conversation and clearly hit a trigger point for the next like story dialogue. Yep. And it's just like hard cut that, that dialogue. I'm like, no, wait, I was, oh. Yeah, I've okay. had points where I that was out of my control. I had a, a couple of points with Sam in the taxi where that happened as well. Oh, I okay. Like, oh, I actually wanted to hear the rest of that. But I don't know. I I, I can't remember. It, it it didn't feel like it was part of the story, like the, her interrupting and because Sam has a tendency to do that. But um, I, 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 I it just felt weird. And I was like, oh, really? It was I kind of wanted to know more about that. But maybe I will eventually. I don't know. Because uh, I guess that's because that's what is so good about um, Night School Studios with their dialogue coming from Oxenfree is the ability to interrupt people with your choices. Like you've got a time limit, but you can either wait and hear, try and hear out what they're what they're trying to say, um, but then you lose you might lose the opportunity to speak, or you can like interject straight away with whatever you want, um, and it sort of gives you a, like opportunity again when you bring up this sort of thing to like role play a little bit. And have your versions of these characters that are clearly have a, a a start and end point in this game. Well, especially when you add in the extra, the fun extra, extra element, Joel. Because yes, a lot is, of a lot yeah. of the, ga- the game is called After Party, uh, and the, you're challenging basically your goal is to challenge Satan, Lucifer himself, to a drinking game. So uh-huh. there is a lot of booze. Now, oh yes, the drinks have been with so many of my actual laughter like laughs have come from there's some yeah. really funny drink descriptions yep i remember you... i think my yeah my favorite one that i remember was called literally acid and the, the yeah. description was like it's it's literally acid and the picture of it is just like pill like caps and pills in a glass with like water yeah and it's like it's just acid like <laughs> just yeah, yeah some of the ingredient descriptions are incredible that one i think is definitely the best one 
and there's a there's a fun variety as well like there's a couple like mm-hmm. so basically each of these drinks when you consume them and you can do them you can do it freely you can do yeah. it as you're walking you can only drink inside clubs obviously because you know yeah it's, it's hell but we're still responsible down here exactly you know um so it's like right trigger will drink and you can do it anytime wandering around but if you do it in conversations there'll be some points where you can see like your x and your b options and there'll be like an outline for y where it's like yeah. hey if you drink you'll get this and some funny dialogue you can get and whatever what dialogue will be dictated by the drink so there's something yeah. like liquid courage uh there's like flirty ones and then there's some um, some club cl- killer yeah. yeah then there's some like club unique ones like i know as modius has like a i think it's his has the pirate one yes yeah i which i missed that one. Oh, really I, I, it's so yeah funny. <laughs> i missed that one i didn't see it until i saw alana pierce playing that part because i mean she's in the game so she was doing sure. reactions to her being in the game which is cool um, um, and I, I saw that option pop up and I'm like, ah, damn it. I missed that. At the next club, there's this one you go to for the other, the second seal. There's a mafia yep. one there, but I didn't pick. I'm like, ah, oh, I should have picked you. Oh, I'm doing that. There's like a mob um, boss drink. I'm like, ah, oh, I should have taken that one. I've, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Cause it's cool too. Cause like those, what drinks you pick can actually influence how well you do yeah, for sure in like the quests. Um, and we mentioned before about things like being morally gray and all this sort of stuff. This game feels like that in spades because of one, because of one particular character, um, which is, um, oh, what's her name? It, do you, Worm, look, Wormhorn. Uh, what's it? Wormhorn. Yeah. Uh, who is, yeah. Wormhorn, your personal demon. who gets descri- uh, prescribed to, to you and Lola, uh, to Milo and Lola. And uh, yeah, she's basically there to mentally to, to, to and psychologically you, yeah. torture them. Yeah. And, it's really well done. Um, and it also, she feels like the one who's like driving the underlying narrative of all of this like frivolity in a way. Cause it's like, yeah, cool. We're in hell. We're going to out drink Satan. We're going to party. It's going to be great. But there's some shit lurking under the surface. Yeah. Not with just the main characters, with everyone. There's, um, yeah, there's definitely some underlying tensions between mm-hmm. the two main characters coming to the surface in my playthrough at the moment right yeah uh but yeah just you are right that she and she will lord over you the choices that you make mm-hmm. can we yeah should we go are you okay up going a bit spoilery for the first like seal i want to know what you did yeah absolutely let, let, oh, so if you are interested in playing which you should be if you're interested in this type of game you should definitely play it um it's on games pass at the very least um i kind of almost want to buy a copy of it because i want to support i will probably pick cause... it up at some point because I, yeah. the thing I like about Games Pass is like I knew I was gonna like it, but I was like I don't know how much. But yeah, now I've played a bit of it. I'm like, no, this is a very good game, and I would like to own it. Yeah, I, I I might actually pick it up on PC just to see if the performance issues are a bit different. But put it um, on Switch. But yeah, but yeah, if you are interested in playing it, definitely play it. Um, we're gonna go a little bit spoilery with one particular moment, like part of the game. It's probably two or three hours in. It's not. Um, I, I'm not gonna go like full spoiler. I'm just. I just want to know the choices you made and the sort of outcome you had. I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to rack my brains about what I did. Um, well, I'll start because basically I went to... Yeah. We, I cho- we both chose Asmodeus. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you have the option to, when you're talking to him, what is it? You can you can agree to go get... A, you can challenge him to a dance-off right then and there. That's right, yes. Or you can go and talk to his ex, Beth, to get try and get them back together. Who Did you meet her before you went to the club? No, I didn't. See, I did. 
I actually, because ah. I, when I went through the, I was like, okay, that's where I've got to go, but I want to explore because there's obviously higher levels in this area. So I went up and I went, she's actually at one of the other, she's at a restaurant. She's about to go in Well, she comes out and she's about to go back in. Um, and you talk to her. Um, do you know much about Beth yet? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I've resolved that part of the game. So do you know about her though, about what her job is? That she's like, she, oh, she's involved in Bicker. I forget the exact job she's title. Like the, she's like the CEO of Bicker, basically. Yeah, that's right. I knew something like Which that because is... when, when I met her, it was outside the club that you are supposed to go find her in. Yeah, that's she, where I saw her, yeah. And she falls out and lands on top of you? Yes. Yep. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So I did get that interaction, but I did it after I went to Asmodeus. So it was really funny because like that happened and I went back and I went through the stuff with Asmodeus and it was like, oh, cool. Well, he's like, you know, his wife Beth left him and I'm like, Oh, I met her. Like, oh, really? In my head, I was like, oh, damn it. I, I didn't get to say that in the oh, game, okay. but I was like, oh, I know her. Like, that's. Um, but the the dance off option was way too tempting. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I for to, sure. But, I had to pick that. Oh, so you didn't go and do this quest to try and get them back together? Nope. Interesting. Okay. I Be- mean, I because don't... there's also a, there's also another moment just before that where you're talking with Sam in the car, and they're like, well, maybe we can help this person do that, and Sam's like, you can't help anyone here. There is nothing that you can do that will help. And I was like, interesting. Okay. Let me... And also the fact that I was like, it's a dance-off. And I wanted to hear Alana Pierce like commentate my dance dance competition. So I was like, I have to do this. This is too much fun. So did you put your conscience back in your your body? Okay, cool. I certainly did. Did you not? I did, but I did it after I went and spoke to Beth and came back and then did it. (laughs) Right, yeah. Because yeah, you, you you can't do the dance comp unless you're you've got your conscience yeah. back. And like I do like that Wormhorn makes a note of it. She's like, yeah, well, you definitely did that at the la- the latest possible moment. I'm like, I didn't know I could do it earlier. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. That's why I love Wormhorn. I love and hate Wormhorn as a character because she points out all the stuff that you didn't do. And I was like, ah oh, man, god damn it. And just going back to that, like you know, like uh, choice paralysis that I have in games like this. So, um, um, I was a bit of a jerk. Okay. So I, yeah, as I said, I went to try and get Beth and Asmodeus back together. So I went and saw Beth, had a bit of a chat to her. Mm. I managed to convince her. I, I basically not really guilted her into, but emotionally manipulated her into going back over. <laughs> Cause like you can talk to her and she's like, blah, blah, blah. She she doesn't, she doesn't seem too interested. Then you go to a bar and her friends are like, oh, she won't shut up about him. And the, right. their favorite song, you can go to the jukebox and play it. And then she's like, fine, all right, let's go over there. And then you go back with Beth. There's a lot of talking on the way. And then you still do the dance-off. <laughs> oh, damn it. Asmodeus is just like, oh, sh- shit, that's my ex, Beth. Hey, I need you to throw this. <laughs> I need you to take a dive. Oh. And I was like... Oh, man, that's so much cooler. And I was just like, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I bring Beth over for Asmodeus and then beat him in a dance competition anyway. <laughs> Oh my god. And then at the end, I'm not sure if you can change this. Maybe if you take a dive, it's different. But Wormhorn's like, yeah, wow, you brought her back and they didn't get back together. I'm like, oh, did, is it because I didn't let him win? I mean, it, I, I really wanted to win that dance-off, though. Yeah, right. Basically, she said to me, she's like, you didn't even try to get him back together. Like, <laughs> like you you are so cold-blooded. You didn't even try. You were just like, fuck that. I'm going to go dance with this guy. <laughs> like, it, it was, yeah. So I wonder um, if you take the dive, maybe they, I don't know, that's... I'm glad we had this conversation because I was really curious. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't even go across to Beth. 
No, well, like, because I was, I, I thought if I went across to Beth, I'd cut out the dance. I thought party. so too, but I was willing to take. And that I was hit. like, yeah, man, I really want to play through this more than one time now. I, I'm I, really curious. Yeah. With I'm not sure how far into the second seal stuff you are yet. I I've just got to the okay. the, the island. Um, oh, okay. Together. I think I've made my big choice of that one, and I'm very curious to see how it plays out, and I'm very curious okay. to see what you do. Well, how there's like a, I guess, essentially a tutorial version before like those that you you go see Satan. Where um, did you do the quest with the the? Okay, which one did you do? Did you go help the girl with the drink? Yes. Or, okay, so I did the other one. Oh, really? Yeah. So I did the other one. So um, you might and, have got the thing that I'm about to do. Well, because so Wormhorn Worm do... brings it up. Oh, really? She's just like, hey, you left a girl stranded by herself over there. And I was like, fuck. Like, <laughs> so if you do her one, you get to do the dance off. You, you get like a, the dance controls. So I was super ready for the dance off. I'm like, I just did oh. a dance. I'm golden. Well, like, see, I, 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 when, it, when it popped up, I was like, this is Simon. I know how to play this. Like, it's, I got my, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, fucked sure. up the yeah, first yeah. time. But, um, but yeah, I went and did the other one and I completely fucked it up. Like, everything was wrong and she was just like you fuck this up you fuck this up you mess this up and i was just like oh god like stop because basically you go there because that quest is all about trying to find someone who um like a like someone from earth that is like dipping into hell like they're they're they're, they're, they call them tourists so he's like dropping into hell like just to like kick around and you go there and you're presented with like a few people there's like a, a a death day party there and you're talking to people and you try and fi- you have to try and figure out who is like the the person who's still alive technically. Oh, um, and I fucked it up. And basically, like, I I picked the person who I thought it was because I was like I had a re- like rationalized in my mind who I thought it was. And I went back and told the security guard, and he's like, "Yeah, cool, um, awesome. We're gonna go find her, and we're gonna send her to like the seventh, la- the, the ninth ring of hell. Um, she's gonna go like live out her days down there." We're like, "I was like, oh shit, oh man." Um, but there's another part of that that happened where like, um, Milo was ch- I was trying to chat her up as Milo, and I got her oh, number, no. oh. but she messaged me later on. Oh no! <laughs> and it had a great interaction between Milo and Lola, um, to do with it. It was really great. It's just. Man, this game seems so... I knew it was going to have layers to it, but... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Because, yeah, I had a similar... So, for mine, I got... Because this is how I also ran into the messaging feature. I had to get an act to cover for the girl for drink. Right. And they messaged me later to, to sit, let me know how it went. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. This yeah, game well, is basically, very she, cool. she messaged me and she's like, Hey, did you still want to go on a date sometime? And you get the <laughs> option to, like... You get the option to fob her off or... um, Or say, yeah... And so I said, yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. And Lola's like, who the hell are you messaging? And he, and Milo's like, oh, it's the, it's, it's um, the girl from before. I really like her and all this stuff. And she's like, dude, things going well. We're not going to be here. In, but like, you know, what, what are you doing? She's a psychopath. Like she murdered, like it was, it, she had, she did some bad stuff. Don't like, you know, don't do it. And then she replies, she's like, how about you pick me up at this time? And we go out on a date from here. And you get the option again of like, no, forget my number or that sounds great. I'll pick you up at eight. And I was like, I'll pick you up at eight. <laughs> How and could you not? It goes silent. And because like, he's just messaging and Lola's is silent. And he, and Milo just sighs. He goes, ah, oh. and she goes, what was that for? And he goes, I have a date on the weekend. And she's like, we won't be here on the weekend. And he's like, 
well, you know, just in case things don't go so well, like, you know, so I want good. to have options. And I'm like, brilliant. This is so great. This game's very funny. Um, oh, so good. Especially and, I mean, shout out to, to the voice cast. I was going to say, the performances in this game are awesome. Um, yeah, Janina Garvanka, um, who is awesome as Lola. I love her. Um, if you're not familiar with her, I didn't realize how famous she actually is and how much stuff she's actually done. I knew her as the the, the, the woman who played, I um, can't remember her name, but like oh, the main character. Face in, in Battlefront 2. From Battlefront 2. Yeah, like that's her. Um, but she's been in like True Blood. She's in that new show that's on Apple TV plus um, Morning Wars with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell. Oh, yeah. She's, she's in that. Um, she's in heaps of stuff and I, she's actually got a, um, kind of funny do we have cool friends where they just interview people that they know who are really interesting people and like famous people. Um, one of the most recent ones was her and I watched her episode of it and I was just like, wow, you've done so much stuff. Um, and she was actually going to speak to like the UN about like the importance of games and stuff like she, she's fully believes in video games as she like heralds it in hollywood she's like you guys need to pay attention otherwise the games industry is going to overtake you and you're not even going to realize it um so she's a really cool person and her performance in this is just great just this like cynical like but still emotionally vulnerable uh character i I love it even the rest of the cast like obviously once again ashley birch (laughs) of course yeah i mean like i'm so talented as as i love anything that she does Oh, she's yeah, so sure. good. She's so fucking good. Um, she, yeah, she's plays like some of my favorite characters in video games. Like, I just, I, I do, and I love her as a person as well. Um, Dave Fenoy is Satan as well. Yep, really good. He's really good. I just met Sarah Elmola as Apollyon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very cool. And of course, like, the, the one that I was just like, when that character started speaking, you didn't meet her because you didn't do this person's fit. Um, Ona Skelis, who's voiced by. Jackie Ton from Glow. Right. That explains why I didn't know who yeah. you were talking about. <laughs> I heard the voice. I'm like, this voice sounds so familiar. Who is this? Oh my God. It's, um, it's Melrose from Glow. Cool. It's yeah. Like the, the, the cast is, is really good. And they all are just giving 110%. All the, the performances are really good. Yeah. The guy who voices Milo as well is really great. Yeah. Um, he sounds Co- familiar, but I, I was just on the IGB. It's like Koi, Koi, Koi Dan or something. I, yeah. Hopefully I'm not butchering the pronunciation, but yeah, he's also very. Yeah. But, but everyone's really good. This game is he very has, good. He has a very like like a, a more lighter Yuri Lowenthal vibe to him. Mm. Yeah. And speaking um, of just again games that are awash in our in our color. Yes. <laughs> yes, Kyrie. The colors in this game oh. are brilliant. I just want to soak it all up. Um, I need to go and I'm find at- a screen cap of that menu screen for a wallpaper because it looks oh so good. Oh my god. There's some pretty nice wallpapers on there. I'm looking at the website now. There's actually some pretty nice wallpapers they have. Well, I will also give. I'll give after the show, not while we're recording, Joel. Um. Oh my god, that's amazing. Joel, I just yeah. Recording, um, anyway, Joel. <laughs> we are recording. No. Um. And also, like the other shout out to to Scientific who did the soundtrack for Oxenfree as well. Yes. Um. Just letting loose with some absolute banger of tracks, uh, in this game. Like, oh my god. So many good songs. Like anytime I walk into a new club and there's like new, new music, I'm just like, oh my god! And it's great because it's all like it, there. There's like elements of like rock and EDM, but also like hellish choral operatic stuff as well. Yeah, it's this weird mix of stuff that kind of works, and I'm really digging it. Um, 
Ah, I just like it's a and, very yeah, good game. It's so good. I I want to play more of it. I'm going to play some more tonight before I go to bed. I I will definitely finish it before before the end of the year. Yeah, me too. Because I've got I got good feelings about this game, and I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I have, I have, yeah, I have really good feelings about this game. Just with all those little breadcrumbs that are being dropped about what's going on under the surface, with like I said, not just with like Milo and Lola, but with people like Satan, for instance. There's something um, you'll get a big, a big drop when you get to Apollyon of something, right. of something that's happening. Awesome, cool. I oh, man, I just God, it's so it's good. A, it's a cool game. Uh, highly recommend. Cannot wait to finish it. Yeah, me too. Um, speaking of finishing things, though, Kyron, I think it's time for us to finish this episode. I think it is, Joel. I think it is. Excellent. Well, I... take us home. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Harsh on my vibe here, man. Sorry, man. I killed your flow really that's, bad. That's all good. It's fine. <laughs> uh, as always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate it if you've reached this point. Because it means you've listened to us, like, this time we don't even have news. It was just, like, two hours of us talking about games we played. Yeah, so, um, and, uh, on that, if you if that's something you're more into than hearing us talk about news stuff, like, let us know, because we're sort of figuring out how we want to do things going forward and things like that as well. So, you know, any feedback's good. And I honestly enjoy just deep diving on games like this. It does rely on us rely on us playing games, though. <laughs> I know, and having games that we've played each week. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why I'm like... We'll we'll balance it in the future. We're going to balance out um, quest log and dope open. I'm I'm personally yeah. trying to think of something to throw in to to keep it even even up. But either way, yeah. thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to show us some love, we're on a variety of podcast platforms: podcast, Podbean, Podchaser, Google, all of them. Just throw us a like, a share, thumbs up, stars, a review. Anything, because it helps and it counts, and we would be so very thankful for it. Uh, as for our accounts, you can catch us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where we are just Dialogue Options. As for our individual social media accounts, you can find me on Twitter, where I am, at X. where... You know what? I have We have no real affiliation with them. We're just huge fans. But my last tweet was retweeting the Season 2 trailer for Box Peak. Yes. From the very talented uh, Easy Allies, specifically Carl Bossman, putting in a lot of hard work into this. Oh, um, yeah. Get hyped. Bo- catch up. It starts this weekend. And I can't wait, Joel. I need I'm to so catch excited. up, actually. Um, I'm, I'm going to recap it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to... Now it's all there. I'm just going to watch it that. and then... if, if there's one thing that can make me pause a Kojima game, it's Box Peak. Wow. High praise. High praise for box peak. Justified though. <laughs> justified. High justified. Yeah. So it's I love it so much. And in, in the season two trailer you get like a glimpse of just the amount of work that goes into yeah. creating the series. It's incredible. Uh so talented. Uh but where can they find you, Joel? Uh you can find me at Jolly Mac where the last thing I tweeted about was like rolling credits on control and how much I fucking loved it. So Because it's um, really good. It's so good. It's great. I said that it's uh, really a really a um Yeah, goatee contender for me, so and I'm going to buy a copy of it so I can play the DLC. But yes. apart from that, I'm really boring on social media at the moment. So um, go me. Um, that's it for me. Well, in that case, I will let our wonderful outro take us out. And we will catch you guys next time. See you Bye.
Dialogue Options Podcast.